You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Mash Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazing Bob, and today we're joined by two usual suspects. How are you doing, Mel? Sorry, I'm doing great, though things laggy, just so you know. Oh, the stream is? Yeah. Seems good on mine. I was typing blame Bobby while you introduced me. That's why I wasn't listening. <laughs> Oh, gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, we're also joined by Ryan, a.k.a. Cognitive Pit. How you doing? Doing really good. I uh, got vaccinated today, and weirdly, I have this urge to... I really want to buy store mounts in Classic WoW all of a sudden after my vaccine. Oh, God. No one's been talking oh, about that side effect, but here we are. <laughs> well, we'll definitely get to that a little bit later in the show, but we're also rejoined by Duranosaur, who was on episode 14, talking about his dungeon speedrunning uh, movement in Classic WoW. Welcome back to the show, Duranosaur. Hey, thanks for having me back. Happy to have you. You got a new mic. It's 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 pretty awesome. Oh yeah, I'm no longer doing the gaming headset mic where it sounds like I'm talking through a tin can. So that's good. <laughs> awesome. And for the first time on on the show, we have Winky Potamus. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. Um, I'm also looking forward to buying some store mounts in Classic Well. <laughs> uh, yeah okay cool uh i just saw something in your background that made me want to ask a question but sure. i have it in your interview for later in the show so i'm gonna wait oh, okay cool all right so this episode we're gonna talk about a a, a little bit of news we're gonna talk about store mount we're gonna talk about drums and we're gonna talk about uh, Karazan today because two of these these guys ran the most recent Karazan raid tests. Then after that, we're going to get to know Wikipotamus just a little bit, and then we're going to talk TBC dungeon speedrunning. So strap in, let's go, and yep, we had a new review. Yeah, so uh, this is a review from T-Dog 2 Clash, which is a long yes. username, but thank you. Uh, thanks for the review. It says back into WoW. Hey guys, first wanted to say I love the podcast. I stopped playing WoW around Kata, presumably, uh, and I was never that great, but had a great love of the game. I recently bought a PC and last week decided to step back into Classic and I have loved it. It's great to have a podcast to be able to learn all of the things that I forgot. I was never able to get into rating back in the day because I was just a kid and I but I can't wait for TBC and hopefully doing just that. I look forward to all the tips I get from y'all. Uh, thanks so much for your review, and you'll definitely be able to. That was my classic experience as well, too. Uh, I, I rated up to maybe BWL. Maybe I think I got I got kicked out of a guild. I've told the story before on the podcast, but 
I, I get kicked out of my basically own guild from uh, being so bad at AQ. So <laughs> <laughs> I under, I understand, but uh, it's it's a great time to jump back into classic rating. And uh, whether you're not, you want to hop into that end of Nax train, which is definitely possible, or just start up in TBC. I think you'll have a lot of fun. Awesome. Awesome. And thank you so much for the the review. So I'm going to skip what we've been doing lately in WoW, because I think this is going to be a big episode, unless any objections. Well, I wanted to talk about Nax for just a, a quick moment. Okay, uh, okay. Just, just a quick story. Do we so, have to? Yes. So on, <sighs> on Tuesday, I get a message from, uh, from Bingo, maybe two hours before raid time, maybe an hour before raid time. And Bingo Jones texts me and says, oh shit, it's raid night tonight, isn't it? <laughs> And so he's no no buffs oh, no. at all. Shows up to raid. I don't know. I don't know if he maybe maybe inebriated. Maybe he just woke up. No one can quite get the story straight. Uh, but <laughs> you know, he makes it through. Pretty Frogger sure he was fine. hammered. Yeah, that, that's that's my <laughs> suspicion too. He makes it through Frogger fine. Uh, but we get onto the pipe going into Gluth, and um, he falls off it, which is awesome. Just falls to the ground and dies to the slimes that are uh, from Grobulus <laughs> still up. Then he uh, gets summoned. No, wait. He mu- oh, wait. Did he, he gets get revived? He, get, he gets rezzed. Yeah, right. He didn't get summoned. He gets, gets rezzed up. And then he jumps off again. He, he flies right off the pipe right after getting summoned. Uh, that was a great time. And then finally at Gothic, and this part was just sort of a side of the pipe situation. Uh, <laughs> at Gothic, we tell him to go to the dead side, and he just books it out of the room. Like, he had no idea <laughs> where he was. <laughs> he uh, he left the boss room. We're like, no, no, come back over here. So I talked to him today. I said, I was like, what the hell happened on Tuesday? <laughs> he rebound his push to talk key on Discord to middle mouse button, which by default in WoW is run. So he was trying to talk on the pipe. So he ran off. And then when he got rezzed, he tried to thank whoever rezzed him and just ran off again. And that that was what happened. That was the, uh, oh, the bingo wow. special from the other night. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I thought he was just hammered. But I guess there is some explanation. <laughs> here. But Maybe. You know. I do have a, a similar story, if I can interject. Yeah. I, it, was, it was me that did it. Ah. Um, your we your guild's bingo. That's yeah, great. <laughs> absolutely. So I, it happened in phase one. We were we were gonna do our first Anixia raid, and uh, we were all standing there buffing up and you know getting ready to pull. And I set my beer down on my auto run button and ran directly into Anixia, <laughs> which wiped everybody's buffs. No. Uh, so I got a lot of crap for that and I didn't learn my lesson because later, uh, in the same guild and same rating scenario, I did it again with the same situation. <laughs> this time, I think it was a white claw. It's my fault for drinking white claw. And I put it down on my auto run button and I ran in front of the Cthune door and wiped our whole Ooh. raid and our world buffs. You should, oh, you need a gosh. slightly bigger desk is what I'm. It's a big yes. desk. Or a new, or a, <laughs> you or a new really want your drink very close to you. Your, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your auto run key needs to be in like the middle of your keyboard. Yeah. After the <laughs> second attempt, I unbound it. Now I told them after the first time it happened that it had unbound. So I had to make up a lie as to why the second time <laughs> it happened, uh, it, it happened again. So I told them. The second time, I just said I was strafe running and, and jumped, and I landed in front of the door. 
I would I would hold a grudge against you. I don't tell a lot of people this, but <laughs> I remember everything stupid somebody does. Like people will say, like, hey, you know, that time you like b- gave a bad presentation and you're thinking about it at night. No one remembers that. I do, and I'm laughing <laughs> about it or I'm mad about it. We had someone in our guild shrink ray Ragnaros on our second week. And oh, I no. never forgot that we wiped to rag <laughs> because we couldn't hit him because <laughs> he was shrink raid. And th- it's just these sort of things. I'm always like, it would take me till phase four to forgive you. I'd be like, this, yep. this is the guy who auto runs into yep. Elixia. And then, oh. and then by the time you forgave me, I would have already auto ran into Cthune. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it would have been the second you out or ran into it, you'd be like, you did this to an Anixia on phase one. Yeah. Yep. It's just like then. I knew we should have changed it. The, day, <laughs> the time. Oh. oh. So one other thing, actually, I do want to kind of mention because it was super in, in, interesting to me. So we had the worst Nax run we've ever had in our entirety of our guild. Everything just fell apart. It was a literal shit show, but we had the weirdest thing happen on Hygen the Unclean. So our tank has never messed up the boss kiting rotation, but for some reason this week, everything was off. We get to quadrant three, and instead of going to quadrant four, he goes back to quadrant two. And I'm standing over there, and I'm like, guys, uh, 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 did I just miss we were in four or something? And then... I'm standing there in the in in the safe area, and I see almost my entire raid get hit with the 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 juice. Nobody died. Is that what it's called? <laughs> the juice. I know. I know. <laughs> the juice. juice. Yo, he got the juice. But yeah, nobody died. So wow. I don't know if that's that change it that they talked about with the, the double, double things. The double yeah. juice. Yeah. So it used to be that like starting standing in certain places, you just get slime. double hit and you would uh, you would just get killed instantly. That happened to us all the time. Like if you weren't if you weren't greater nature protection potted, one would always kill you. It yeah. was pretty crazy. I have never uh, died to high yeah, stand. Now, yeah, now it doesn't Aren't you listen? <laughs> you don't mm-hmm. have to do it when it's do easy. Do you have now. to dance very often? Not- Typically, Not so often, we had lost no. all our okay. world at, the at this point. At the beginning, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the beginning, we did, but we yeah. haven't for weeks. This, but this wasn't during the dance. This was this was during the kite. Yeah, and he just literally took him back one, you know, one, you know, quadrant too er, too early, and That's I watched big. the entire raid yeah. besides me get hit, and nobody died. Which you have to, so you have to give it up for our entire raid, except for Bob. Because our inherent trust in our tank, even though we all knew he was wrong, like when he didn't move to that fourth quadrant, I was like, this is not right at all. But I figured I'm going down with the ship, you know, if our tank wants to be in the wrong one, I'm going to stay there, too, I guess. I'm I'm DPSing. (laughs) Did he correct and go back to the third one? He got real confused. (laughs) Yeah, we corrected. Yeah, so he had to go back to, yeah we had to stand still after we got hit and then we were okay yeah yeah because it ping pongs back yeah 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 i'm glad i'm a warlock <laughs> what, what do you guys do hygen <laughs> before the slime even comes up <laughs> yes killing hygen in 10 seconds <laughs> i know i felt very judged by Dorinosaur there he was like well, no Wait. i'm not oh I'm kidding. man i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i just assume you guys kill it before the range dances 
We yeah, do we now. Have, we have yeah. for for yeah. several weeks. It was just this was a complete just ho- horrible night. But oh, that happens for some reason though. <laughs> Hygen took us a really long time to figure out, and so did who's the other one? Gluth, the we, one that we decimates. We yeah. the reason we didn't have world buffs was because we know. wiped on Gluth on Tuesday, so Ooh. it actually didn't. We just had the the main tank and then myself. Who I. Really, I'm a third tank. I don't really consider myself a main tank, but uh, I we both just got absolutely demolished by by Gloth. I don't know. I actually didn't go check the logs. Somebody mentioned that he just didn't receive healing over nine seconds or something and died. Yes, and then I got absolutely destroyed. I think I might have gotten parry hasted because I was full mitigation and I still got crushed in like one second. So that just happened. Then he went everywhere, and there's just no one ready as like a third backup on Gloth just in case we both die. That just wasn't. A thought. I heard there was other reasons, but I I didn't look at it, so I don't know for sure. So I'm not gonna mention it here. But yeah. if you want to know, I can tell you after the podcast. I've got the down low. <laughs> Let's move on to <laughs> Time for the news. More evidence of the Burning Crusade Classic Deluxe Edition rewards. TBC mount coming to TBC. Basically a store mount. I don't even know where to start with this. Does anybody want to talk about how they feel about it? I want to start. Go ahead. By arguing with you. It is not a store mount. It is a collector's edition cosmetic reward, which I do want to be clear is a very different thing than a $20 mount in a store. Getting a collector's edition reward has always been in Blizzard's policy. I don't know. It's been something of Blizzard for even before World of Warcraft even came out. Uh, You know, collector's editions of games existed. I'm not personally advocating for it. But it is very different than a $20 mount on the store. That is all I'll, I have to start out with. <laughs> but it, I, it would definitely be different. I would agree with you if it came with some sort of physical things like all the other collector's editions that I bought up to Wrath came with. Okay. I, I don't want to argue semantics of it. Do Winky or Dinosaur have like an opinion on it other than semantics? I think you were arguing semantics. You no, know, I wanted to say my semantic piece and then be done with it. <laughs> I'm all near what Mel was about to say, and it's it's 2021. There's no physical copies of anything anymore, right? And right. I, I'll, I'm, I'm right there with you. Very true. Very true. I don't own a physical game for years now. Because I've got my Burning Crusade collectors right there. And, I, and I'm going to have my Nether Whelp uh, out as a pet when I play TBC Classic. And I don't see anything wrong with something that doesn't affect player power. I agree. That, that's my yeah. vote is if it doesn't, I don't care if you want to spend your money and give it to Blizzard and they stop asking me for more money, then cool. <laughs> like, you know, you want to put in your effort? Fine. But I think the only difference that people could complain about, and again, it doesn't bother me, but people could complain that before you would either buy the collector's edition or you would buy the regular edition right now you only have the option to buy the regular edition you get the other for free so it becomes more of a store item because it's always available to you to buy as a collector's edition item 
but you already have the game. Like you weren't going to pay $60 for the game and then six months later be like, I really want the mount. I'm going to pay another $70 to get the mount. You know, like that was a choice you had to make at the beginning. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. I can't, I can't argue with that one. That's a solid point. <laughs> yes. Duratosaur, <laughs> uh, what do you think? Um, so I got to listen to you guys talk about this um, with with Melderon and Ale. I think that was the first time it came up mm. was this potential for um, like cosmetics in the shop and stuff. And I, I actually agree with Mel, um, this Mel, that if it doesn't affect your like abilities within the game, if it's purely cosmetic, I don't really have an issue with that kind of stuff. Um, like I'm fine with store-bought mounts, like retail has all kinds of cosmetics that you can buy. I would never pay for them. I'm not into cosmetic stuff, but it doesn't affect me. So it doesn't really bother me all that much. But I also understand where people like Melderon come from who are just like, no, it should never, this should never exist because it, it sort of taints the game. Like it takes, so it, it gives people something special that they just paid money to get. Um, instead of actually working for it within the game. So I understand that dynamic to it. Um, but at the end of the day, as long as you're not buying a character boost, as long as you're not buying something that that eliminates you having to play the game or achieve something in the game um, or it gives you power in the game, like I don't really, then it doesn't phase me. I would argue that so hard against Death Camp, though. You have no idea. <laughs> like... Tell that to the people with pandas and, and Diablos running around in classic <laughs> right now, you know? Yeah, I, I'm not really against it either, to, to be quite honest. Like, if it was classic WoW and you could get an epic riding mount for, for money rather than spending the 1,000 gold that it costs, I think that would be a pay-to-win type of thing. Yeah. But – the costs are are changed. As long as you can't buy that mount and then it gives you epic riding, you know, right off the bat, then I don't think it's a problem because mounts really don't cost a ton. What I would like to see is what Ale brought up. I would have rather this have been a, a reward, but they could still put this in as a reward with a color with a color variant they could have a different colored one that's a re reward for certain things in the game and i think that would be a cool way to kind of mitigate the anger at it at the same time that would be cool you no then they'll just complain that you can buy it in a different color and they'll be like you're just going to give me what the bot mount in a different color because the systems in WoW work against what you're talking about, and I'll explain. Uh, assuming that we are not all like, TV, I only play TBC. I don't care about other expansions. Assuming that we care about Classic as a whole, I think that there is a huge difference between a collector's edition and store mounts. So purchasing as many cosmetics as you want is very different than like one mount being available for purchase at the beginning of an expansion when it releases. Because... One, it's, it's like not okay, just I understand. At the beginning, though. It's a modern world. Uh, it's basically at the beginning. I mean, you can you can upgrade collector's edition of vanilla right now if you get a key. I mean, that's how it works in retail too. But it's like that's like I mean, it's just a lot of money now. Um, so for me, the problem is the amount of these things. What's the coolest mount that exists in classic WoW right now? Maybe a ZG mount. Um, the Winter Saber is pretty good if you're on Alliance. Baron Rivendares. Baron yep. Rivendare is probably yeah, Baron is Rivendare. Baron Rivendare. Yeah, yeah. Wow. so th there is a handful 
of unique mounts that are not just your racial mounts in vanilla WoW. So getting an immediate, this is by far the coolest mount that exists in classic. Uh, we might think differently because we've been exposed to different things or have nostalgia. Uh, maybe nether drakes are, are really cool, but those come in TVC. This this mount is the most amazing ground mount. Uh, so it is lame that you can get a better than existing ground mount uh, that that's in game. But again, it's not for twenty dollars on on you know a store. It's for a collector's edition. But if there were ten mounts up there then that would be a problem. And maybe we could have a conversation about Slippery Slope if that was a situation. But because it's just Collector's Edition, I don't even think we need to talk about like Slippery Slope. It really is just a one-time purchase. But I think that one of my main issues going into retail right now is that there's just too much stuff. It looks like a Korean item mall game. I'm just like, people are flying around on pirate ships and stuff. And I'm just like, I don't feel at home in the game. So I think that there is somewhere there is a line that exists that isn't just fuck it, who cares? It doesn't affect gameplay uh, because to some people collecting unique things in game is gameplay to us. Maybe it doesn't matter as much, but I was a mount collector for a long time. And something that happens in Wrath is achievements and the mount achievements are literally just the amount of mounts that you have. So by adding more mounts into the game, you're diluting what that achievement is. Um, by adding, like you said, like maybe different skin or different skin variations of this like pie Bible mount, you're just multiplying that issue. If there's 10 new TBC mounts, well, that 50 mount achievement is is really not worth that much anymore. Come wrath. So there definitely is a line somewhere that it matters. I just don't think it the collector's edition is just so little that it's just, you know, it's nice. I, I want to give money to the game that I enjoy. It's 2021. There's going to be some additional stuff to the t to tbc we're not at no changes anymore so i think a little bit of this stuff is totally okay um but i you know too much of it you end up feeling alienated from a game that that you're familiar with something came up in that conversation that made me think i've never seen an alliance on white mane with the baron mount i might have seen a horde with it but i can't tell the difference so <laughs> I've never seen an alliance on our server with that mount. Does it exist in Classic? It does. I've seen one in this whole time of being in Classic, yeah. I don't know if I've seen any. It's that low of a drop chance. Mm -hmm. It's that rare. Which is, yeah. I mean, that's a super cool thing. Yeah, that's that's yeah. awesome. Like, that, that's undeniably awesome, for sure. There was Especially always, like, online. different stories, too. There was always, like, different stories about how you had to get it, right? Like, they'd say, mm -hmm. like... Well, you have to run it in less than this amount of time. Like all these different things that changed every week. It Urban felt like, legend. You know? mm -hmm. like but that's no, the best part of classic. That's the honestly, that's why I love classic. Wow. Is there's, there's communities. Your server is your community. Yeah. And if somebody has that mount on your server, you know, who has it and you know how they got it. And the story of, you may have never even talked to him before, but like, that's just what it is, right? That's just classic. Right. Wow. And that's the best part. I think highlights an issue that happens in retail later. I got my Baron mount on retail through the uh, the system, the the looking for group system. They used to give tanks an extra goodie bag. Uh, maybe starting in Kata and Missa Pandaria, they'd get a they'd give you a little extra goodie bag with like some gold and consumes and a chance at a rare mount. And I got Baron Rivendare's mount out of a goodie bag. Uh, <laughs> And wow. as a mount collector, there was just no reason not to just spam <laughs> tanks because yeah. you could get these insanely rare mounts from these bags. So they're definitely like that sort of thing. You know, there there is an argument where cosmetics can dilute that special feeling. It's not this and what's happening now, but th yeah. there's something there's some nuance in there. Yeah, I agree with all that. Yeah. 
I saw a YouTube video recently. We've talked about it here on the show, but I was told it was Wrath. But I wonder if you guys could shed some light on it because I saw a YouTube a video. I'm not going to name names in case he's wrong, but most of the things that I've heard from him, I pretty much trust. And he says that the Halloween mount is in in TBC and it came in later TBC, so it no. should be in early. And I was like, I was told by a bunch of people on this podcast that it wasn't. It's confusing no, because the way you get the mount is in TBC, but I think that there's just no mount until Wrath because it's a it's a flying horse. That's like definitely not in TBC, right? Like I'm I don't remember it ever being in TBC. I remember trying really hard in Wrath to get it. But yeah. the event is in TBC, right? That's why it's so confusing. The event is mm-hmm. in TBC. There's the helmet that you can get mm. that like does the laugh and stuff. <laughs> but I don't think that the mount is, uh, is in, I'm going to try to do a little research here, but I don't believe it's still rad. While you research that on the random topic of things that I want to see in TBC, I want to see level 70 elite tour and chieftain touring. I again. know I want the concert. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. 2.4.3. <laughs> Apparently the mount Comes right wow. at the end of TBC. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. wow. So it might be in. That's one of the coolest. That's actually in the game. interesting. Yeah, it definitely is. I tried for it every year that I played WoW so many times. Never got it. Never saw it drop to anybody else either. That would be an amazing yeah. mount to get. Yeah, that's actually crazy. That is really high tier. Is it the headless horseman mount? Yeah, the headless horseman's mm-hmm. charge or whatever it's called. Another cool one is the attunement. Um, out yeah. yeah that doesn't fly though right no i think yeah. it has the same model though yeah it's just like colors it just doesn't have the wings and stuff yeah mm-hmm. well and then there's the uh mount that you get from the druids shape-shifting flight form quest oh that's my favorite ground mount i think that's my favorite uh anzu the the reins of the raven lord mount that's a oh, cool mount. that is that's such a good mount <laughs> See, so I mean, this mount's not going to be the best. I still think Tony the Tiger's better than this mount, <laughs> but you know, we'll just have to see. You know what I want to see if I'm going to get is I had, I don't know if it was TBC or Wrath of the Lich King, but I had bought the um, booster packs of the Warcraft trading card game. And I got the area, the, the whatever, something X52 Nether Rocket. Yeah, we were just talking about that last. And week. I was wondering, I wonder if I still get that in TBC, or was you it in? Don't Rath? they actually <laughs> confirmed that you're not going to get any of those uh, trading card game rewards, and they're actually going to? They ominously said they're going to rework that tune for another purpose. Mm-hmm. So we'll just have to wait and see what they do with that. Rumors okay. that it will be some, or maybe that's not rumors. <laughs> maybe somebody came up with that here, but. Somebody said something about hearth hearthstone decks. There'll be in item shop mounts. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I said it would be nice if listen, if someone in guild maybe maybe Jasmine mentioned this, but tying it with Hearthstone and having like Hearthstone packs have a chance to yeah. get TVC mounts, like that would be kind of genius. But I just don't think the teams work together that strongly. When was there a cross promotion that strong? Other than like hey, Tracer's in Heroes of the Storm now. Like, other than that sort of thing, they're not, they don't usually, like, cross-promote games that hard, I feel like. Yeah, they did a little bit in Overwatch. We had to get skins by playing Heroes of the Storm, so 
I fuddled my way through that. It was like the Zergling pet and the like Dia- little mini Diablo pet, which I think, I mean, they were just like little references to the other games, but never anything that was straight up like, hey, if you do this thing in WoW, like it's going to directly correlate to like you playing the other game. Well, I mean, they did do that with Overwatch and Heroes of the Storm. They actively, you'd get skins in Overwatch yeah. for doing yeah. things in Heroes of the Storm. I don't know about other games, but that was definitely a thing. I think I had Little Diablo. I think that was a BlizzCon re- reward or something like that. But we've we've went on a tangent for this. <laughs> let's let's move on to the more important topic. So Blizzard finally changes drums to actually, in my opinion, make sense. This is what I've been asking for since the start. It's what I'm also asking for with Shaman. But they changed drums to have a tinnitus debuff. So anybody who gets the effect from the drum is going to be on a two-minute cooldown, same as the the drum cooldown. So there'd be no reason for more than one person to have drums in each group. Mm-hmm. It's like this is the first thing we said they should do. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> They're still keeping the crappy drums, though. So yeah, with the eight yard range. Yeah, they double nerfed it. I probably would have rather them just kept the you know the old you know the new drums, the good ones, and just done this from the start. But who who wants to jump in? So first of all, they had the change implemented. For the beta today, right? So in Karazhan today, when we were doing it, we had people in groups that were that had drums, and it actually like it caused a couple of problems because some people like accidentally popped drums early, like before a boss <laughs> pull, and then it was like, oh, well, now we're all in a two minute CD. But it was interesting because my I I think I share the same opinion as you guys, where I think it's a good change for the game because I think that it removes the need for any serious player. To like have to have leather working. But when I was doing my run today, I got to do it with some of the more hardcore like private server TPC guys. And like all of them basically said, oh, it's sad that they made this change because now we can't go like we can't be as sweaty. We can't like min max is hard. You were in Crix's group, right? I think he's always been a proponent of really wanting drums. Yeah. So, yeah, that whole crew, they they wanted it because and I kind of get it. And I had this same conversation uh on my stream the other day like it if you left it the way that it was you give like a you give an advantage to people who are willing to go that extra mile and by taking it away you you like lower the ceiling the potential ceiling of what players can actually do within the game and how hard they can push so i i understand that viewpoint but at the same time if you're removing it from everyone before we even start um it's it like it's still an even playing field to a certain extent. I don't know. I I think it's good. I I didn't. I wasn't looking forward to saying like, hey, we want to have like a couple of hardcore rating teams. That means twenty of the twenty five people have to have leather working, which basically means everyone has to have leather working because we'll mix and match. So for that point, just for like the people point of it, right? Having to deal with raiders and a guild and say like, hey, you guys can actually have your professions back at least one of them a lot of you anyway right i i'm excited for that yeah yeah it's one of those things that it's how much does it seep into the normal player base uh right. because you know like flask petrifications for speed runs are super neat 
and exactly zero casual guilds are using any strat that requires that or you know there's, there's not 40 engineers in a casual guild and the benefit that you get from it is is so tiny that no one would ever ask their entire raid guild to do that if you're not a super hardcore guild i think the problem with drums is that the barrier to entry is so low that a guild like ours which again we don't require world buffs but you know there's less raid spots available and uh, you know, if drum, if we want four leather workers, it's not that hard to go level, level leather working. You can go have one of your other professions. So I think that this was going to affect way too many like normal guilds. Uh, so I like the change. They definitely already said they were going to make a change like this. You know, they said they were going to do something about drums. And that first iteration wasn't really it. Like it didn't really make sense. To what they had said yeah, so we we're all just like so you just make it more annoying like we're also gonna have to do it but now it's just annoying yeah or after zolomon is exactly the same like so it wasn't really yeah. a huge change so i mean i'm i'm glad they did it i understand that the you know the the top end it's nice to be able to push as hard as you can with what's available to you but it, like it's like you said the fact that they're getting rid of it ahead of time makes a much bigger difference than had they made this change a month into TVC releasing, because then it's like, okay, now you're punishing the people who went above and beyond, but limiting the ways you can go above and beyond, I think is fine. And this is such a minor thing, but still easy enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad they, they went ahead and made the change. Uh, Wiki or Mel, do you guys have anything to add? I think when you say that I like the change to drums, I, I did it today in Karazan and I wasn't the person in the group that was popping drums. So it felt great because it was half a GCD that I get back, you know, however long the cast time of the drums is initially. Um, I think in the terms of the top end and players that min max and these guilds that are just absolutely pushing the limit in terms of what they can do and, and how fast they can do it. It doesn't matter what the mechanics of the game are. They are always going to find the min max meta and they're going to push that meta to the extreme. So whether drums was in there or not, all that taking the drums out and changing it means to me is that there's going to be a different maximum meta that everyone else is going to be doing. So it kind of, it's the same thing for me. All it is for me is that it's just like, oh, cool. Less, less, uh, like, uh, micromanaging during encounters, which is great for me because I'm, (laughs) I'm, I like to pump, but I don't like to, uh, you know scream and yell and, and get upset about when we wipe or anything like that so for the people like me who is I, I go in and raid and enjoy it i mean that's that's all i could ask for is fixing drums plus i didn't want to be a leatherworking engineer <laughs> <laughs> yeah same in my opinion the reason that leatherworking is so good compared to enchanting jewel crafting well jewel crafting is just i mean eh. but the reason it's so much better than enchanting is because it it benefits your entire group and I think that's the big thing. Maybe they could have made a change to where it just benefited you. And then therefore certain classes would actually min-max uh, better with it. I don't know how. There'd have to be a lot of number crunching to figure that out. But yeah, that maybe could have been something they could have gone gone with. Yeah, we were talking in Guild last night. Uh, our Guild leader actually was one. He, he, was, he didn't like the change, kind of. It seemed that way, like he didn't like the change. Uh, and one of the reasons was like, well, now everyone's just going to do whatever next is best. So who cares? Right. But I do think that that social aspect is a huge part of it. The fact that other people are upset you're not a leather worker is the really the big 
portion. No one's going to be like, oh, your rings aren't enchanted. Get out of my raid. <laughs> but yeah. like, Which, oh, uh, you're not a leather worker. You say that, but there will probably uh, be a yeah, lot of people I mean, that say your rings aren't enchanted. Get out of my raid. That, that's, that's true. That's true. But not like it's like as you go down the tiers of how hardcore somebody is. Because like, I mean, yeah. we're we're casual sweaty is I guess how we define ourselves. We're not that super hardcore, but Leatherworking definitely was going to be a factor on on making it yep. into our raid or not. And we're probably going in with 50 and we're not sure if we're running two raids or not. So like these sort of things are going to matter a lot to a guild like ours that, yeah. you know, we're not dad gamers, but we're not not dad gamers yet. You know, we're, we're, <laughs> we're approaching that level. Yeah. Yeah. Was that uh, IDD QD or was, was that Harskar? Okay. You say GM, but I'm just like, I don't know which one it is. <laughs> I, I think it's good for Blizzard to look at the sum changes meta and just completely remove absolute pigeonholes like drums. Yeah. You know? Agreed. So I'm I'm for it. I'm I'm sure I'll get a lot of crap for that on stream and whenever Cricks finds out. <laughs> yeah. But you know. Okay. So Bal Baloop in chat mentions something that I thought about too. Which is why I wanted them to fix the drums earlier, or in my opinion, quote unquote, fix the drums. But he is in, in vested, a, a, he has a bunch of leather saved, and there's probably a ton of people that have that saved to work up quick. Now, with this announce, with this announcement, they're not even going to be able to sell it for much. You know what I mean? And so that is kind of a bummer for those people who are really prepared yeah i mean that's what you get for being so responsible and prepared for different things i <laughs> yeah. mean come well, on you mean for for leather workers that's their own fault yeah. <laughs> think, like well, they said they it, were though. changing drums at when right. tbc got at announced BlizzCon. well yeah, yeah. But think think about it right even one leather worker in each group of a karazhan or a or a ssc 25 players that's 500 percent more leather workers than we're in most raids anyway yeah yeah right so I was you the might, only. There might still be worker. a good market, you know. Like yeah. my server, I'll go. I'll log in at my server. There will be someone asking, "Is there a tribal leather worker online?" For like seven days, and not a single person is there. Right. So I, I do think a lot of people will be uh, buying a lot of leather working mats. Yeah, that was me. I was that guy. I was the guy on the <laughs> server. You're like, oh, someone needs frost resist made. It's like, well, you got to hunt down Tyrannosaur. Yeah, you're getting mail, right? Like, yeah, it's yeah. If you want to be so pre-prepared and like well researched up that you're gonna get leatherworking done before they even announce TVCs coming out, then it's also on you for not doing the research to realize that there might be drum changes coming up, and you needed to decide whether or not you want to go leatherworking or not. Like, yeah. if like this is not a change no one was talking about. This is exactly the change people were talking about. So if you weren't thinking, man, I might not go leatherworking. Then it's sort of just you weren't actually doing the research. So, I mean, obviously, it, it stinks if you're in this position uh, that you're talking about. But, yeah, I mean, people, this stuff will sell. And I think that there was yeah. already people expecting uh, there to be this major change. Um, if you want before the sleeper. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to no, cut no, you no, off. You're good. You're good. Um, the sleeper investment right now, by the way, this is a baloop in the chat. Uh, the sleeper investments fell cloth. Ooh, because, yeah. because moon cloth is off of a cooldown in TBC. And that will level you much faster in tailoring than anything else. So you can convert all oh, your moon wow. fell cloth to moon cloth and sell it for a lot. 
our our white main prices have already reflected this. They've already mm-hmm. like over doubled <laughs> uh, yeah. since people have been talking about TVC. Where so, were uh, you like three weeks ago to give me this advice? <laughs> Let's just go farm it. Let's go. Farm I it. was I was on private servers. It will not be named. <laughs> so, I have a definitive answer before we move on to Karazhan about the headless horseman and why we're actually all incorrect. So, patch two point four point three came out in July 2008, which is technically when uh, some of these patches are saying that the Headless Horseman got added. But the Hollow's End event started October 14th, 2008, the same day that patch 3.0.2 got put onto the servers live. So it actually didn't hit live until the pre-patch of Wrath of the Lich King came out. And then two weeks later... Wrath came out. So there was like one Hollow's End in pre-patch that had... So achievements were out already and things like that um, when that was getting done, which is why I I guess it's hard to say it wasn't in TVC, but it really wasn't in 2.4.3. So maybe up in the air... stealth detective skills there, yep. It took a lot. I brought up a real 2008 article, uh, Hollow's End Guy 2008 from Engadget to, to do some snooping. The achievements came out patch 3.0, right? Yeah. Something like that? Okay. Yeah, I remember. The only thing I remember about that is my whole guild killed critters for hours to get the achievement of killing like 40,000 critters. Oh. <laughs> That's all we did for a week. Kill critters. That's funny. Was that was that 3.0? Or were guild ach- Am I crazy? Were guild achievements not Wrath. so Kata? I think okay. it was in Wrath. Okay. Maybe, yeah, it could have been. I, I think all the, a lot of the guild improvements for by Kata. I also drink a lot, so I can't remember much past like (laughs) five to ten minutes ago. So we'll see. I don't know. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Just just to clarify, this could be um, I think 3.0.2, which is the patch I'm talking about, is 3.0. They just, so like 3.0.1 got launched and they immediately, it was never used because that is the technical release on the box CD. And then what went by? Yeah, so it's like I think we're I think it's the same patch we're talking about. Yeah, that I think that is pre-patch. Uh, when you install the game and you get through the fifth disc, and then <laughs> yeah. you go to load it up, and it's like you need to download an update, and you're like, no, yeah. it was used for five seconds. Yeah, oh, we gosh. we live in an emerging technology time. No one, oh, yeah. everyone takes it for granted. Oh, we can't explore space, but like I used to have to download a video to watch it on the internet. All right, <laughs> yeah, no, we live in the future. Um, yeah, so that that's the Burning Crusade uh, classic beta notes on leatherworking drums change. Let's go ahead and move on to the next thing is Karazad raid testing. And yeah, that happened today as we record Friday the 30th. And lots of us didn't get to participate. I'm going to be going on a run tomorrow. Uh, I'm excited about that. But the two guests coming on the show did get to run Kara. And I'd love to hear just your experiences. I don't care if you guys go together or at different times. Whatever floats your boat. Would you like to hold my hand, Duranosaur? I'd love to. I want to hold your hand. I I would like you guys to try to look at each other on the stream, you know, since we're Brady bunching it out. Oh, you're like, wait, (laughs) on the stream, you're like way. Yeah, we're. Yeah. I don't think that's oh, gonna... I'm I'm in between you. I'm sorry. I'll yeah. just reach over. Mel. Yeah, we'll just yeah, I'll just <laughs> Okay. Yeah, no, I had a lot of fun. Um Karazan has some changes. I can tell you that. 
Uh, it felt like they buffed a little bit of every boss. Um, really? Yeah. Attunement, we... So I got to preface. We went in with three war... We went horrible comp. Three warlocks. I'm a warlock main. I went elemental shaman just to not be a fourth warlock. Um, we had one tank as paladin. as craze for days. Oh, um, paladin. Yeah, and it was really fun because we, you know, they were, it was just a bunch of the the homies. It was, you know, Grace for Days, Ami, Cargos, me, Tommy Salami, Tactics, Silver, um, just some of the content creators that we're all in, like in this big homie circle with, right? So it was a great time, lots of laughs. Um, Attunement was easiest thing we've ever done mm-hmm. uh, with, with one tank, right? So Grace. Did a great job with that. Um, Curator seemed pretty... I liked Curator before they nerfed the Spark. When three Sparks would come out at a time, it was so much more fun and exciting because I'm kind of one of those... like I got a Dark Souls statue there. Like I love difficult things and challenge runs and stuff. So... Yeah. Curator's definitely easier. Yeah. Yeah. Curator's... Easy to the point that's almost boring now. And we just, we figured out, Duranosaur, Curator takes full damage. Yep. Uh, when they're not in, when it's not an evocate stage. Yeah. Um, and on private servers, uh, Curator took 1% of any damaging ability when it wasn't an evocate stage. Yeah. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So it was difference. a big, yeah, huge difference, right? Well, yeah. By the time I don't, it's probably the similar thing with your group. By the time we got to the evocate phase, which is when you're supposed to actually damage curator, right? Like he starts evocating, he takes a ton more damage, and you're supposed to like that's when you hammer cooldowns. By the time we got there, uh, he was basically at enrage. Like he was already yeah. down like twenty percent. So we were like, yeah. okay, this is so you just not kill him. Like you think that's how it's to supposed to be. Yeah, no, I, I think I, it was a private server thing, though. That's what I was told, anyways. Uh, that the one percent damage is a private server exclusive. They did mm. it to make it harder. But I can't remember. I remember curator being like the guild destroyer. Yeah, the the first time around in TBC, like I remember guilds falling apart. People were you know rage quitting over curator, and I'm like, it's just like for me, one of the hardest bosses is Maiden. Because yeah. the timers are all goofy. You can't you can't time the repentance right. Um, you know, and it's only difficult in the sense that it's difficult to parse, right? That's like <laughs> what we what we mean by difficult. That's like a game yeah. that's a gaming philosophy that I, I am such a I'm in a huge disagreement and that's a tangent I could go for hours on. But yes. um yeah, curator was good. Uh we noticed Shade of Iran got a big buff it felt like yeah shade of iran was another level yeah he got the inferno uh ability or whatever it is where he's got it's like the major dragon head comes out fire goes in front yeah it's like a dragon breath ability yeah yeah and blizzard is legitimately 95 percent of the map and five percent that you can stand in and go in a circle oh gosh. so so we were upset because on private servers it was you know 20 percent of the circle going around and then on uh beta initially it was like 50 percent of the circle so we were like well let's see what what curator or uh shade of iran's like now legitimately everyone was just like the only way to avoid this is run to the middle there's no other yeah. way to avoid we did it. that and then there was blizzard in the middle yeah no yeah, <laughs> yeah. well and and sh- i don't know if it's supposed to happen this way but shade 
uh, casts uh, Arcane Explosion while that blizzard's going on. Yeah. Almost every time. We had Flame Wreath with Blizzard going. Yeah. So we had people that were like, I can't move because of Flame Wreath, and they're just sitting in Blizzard. And it's like, yep. this is, yeah, you could, this fight is now very RNG dependent mm-hmm. and could could just, like, the best group in the world could go in there and just be like, nope, that that one iteration that we got of that was unkillable. Which yep. that never feels good, right? Nobody ever wants oh. the RNG aspect to kill you. You want to know that there is a way you could have done better and gotten through it. Yeah. I think it feels great and I want more of it. <laughs> it's like, good and then it's difficult. it's difficult. Yeah. And, you know, it. You, I guess you could, right? I guess the only RNG aspect of it is Flame Wreath or Arcane Explosion during Blizzard. If they just had it to where Blizzard ca- is casted and then he does all the abilities other than those two abilities, it'd be fine. Yeah. Right? Because then you could stay yeah. in your 5% of the map that, that's safe and then go in a circle or the room, right? I think that's, I mean, when they when they originally nerfed him, that's basically what they did, right? They Because yeah. the version that we had in the first Kara testing, that's what it was. Like, you were not getting Flame Wreath or Arcane Explosion with a Blizzard. So I think that we might even see that in classic TBC, that when they yep. eventually nerf these bosses, you know, Shade of Iran won't do that. Yeah, I was actually mm-hmm. going to say that. It's like, even if something is RNG based, there's such little raid content in phase one that it sounds like starting in phase two, it's going to start getting nerfed. Almost. Do they just leave it like, hey, there's no world buff. So no one's going to get that. Yeah, like no one's going to get that angry for wiping because there's no world buffs. So it's sort of just, oh, that sucks. But it's not like we've got anything else to do right now. Anyway, there's this back there on and grill left. I think they should look at the metrics of how many raiders have attempted Karazhan versus cleared it. And uh, moving into phase two, they should say if more than 75% of people that attempted it made a full clear, just keep it the same. Because it's otherwise you're you're increasing player power and trivializing the content at the same time. And it's just legitimately you go in there, you delete the whole place. And Karazhan is the one raid that you do for the entire expansion. You, You just spam it. Right. Yeah. So I would love to have some actual mechanics and things to do while you're in there other than delete the bosses. And, you know, because then I'm going to be asking, well, when do we get to jump down on Shade of Iran? You know, like in like (laughs) like Molten Core. Right. Yeah. Uh, Just to make like spice it up a little bit. But uh, I think that there are definitely people with the opposite opinion. I'm not sure exactly where I fall when it comes to Kara. But like if we had to do Molten Core this whole time, would I have wanted it to? be like a challenge this entire time or is it just better that you know okay i'm running kara in phase three on my third alt again can we just get through this content push through it super easy or like do i really need to struggle on freaking kara (laughs) every week that i'm doing it it is a delicate balance right because the the power the player power is going to increase period throughout the expansion so you you know that people are going to be able to carry each other through fairly quickly yeah. Um, you know, we're not moving to the speed run discussion yet, but when we get there, we'll talk about all that stuff. But I mean, I can see people doing incredibly fast Karazan runs, yeah. especially oh, if yeah. the meta is unlocked to only having to kill Prince or something like that. Like there could be some pretty insane speed runs, which is gonna oh, be yeah. awesome. I think at launch you'll see people 
Like, I think Kara's going to get cleared in the first, like, raid reset of TBC. Because I think people mm-hmm. are going to hit... I think enough people are going to hit 70 within, like, 48 hours of TBC coming out. Yeah. And get Kara tuned and actually go in there that, like... There's probably going to be people setting, like, speed run records of Kara that the average player may not see over the entire course of TBC. Because it's just... Yeah, you're going to yeah. have groups of players that are that well-prepped. Um and well-practiced. However, though, I don't think we're ever going to see what apes did with molten core. I don't think we'll ever see a level 68 go into Kara and get world first. Mm. I don't think at the level that Karazan's at right now in phase oh, yeah. one, uh, one crushing blow will one shot your tank from Prince, for instance, right? Like phase two Prince is not going to be something a level 68 can accomplish. Even with like tier three gear, like full tier three, I think full tier three is going to be a benefit. I don't think it's going to matter as much. I, think I, like, I actually think pre raid yeah. bis is better than full tier three going into Kara, um, depending on your class. I think it depends and, on your class, yeah, yeah. and and in, in how that goes. But I I don't I don't know. And if I do see a sixty eight group do it, I will be incredibly impressed, like big time impressed. Yeah, because there's going to be an RNG asset. Like, if you get crushing blown, like you're dead. Period. Yeah. your tank is gone, and then it's a white. But on Prince tonight, now that we're talking about that, you know, I accidentally found an evade spot uh, for infinite wipe prevention possibilities, which is something Pretty that big. is. It's only. Did you uh, report the bug? <laughs> I'm going to go with 100% now. <laughs> I'm going to say it's not a bug. <laughs> it's, it's a feature. It's a feature. It's a feature. Yeah. Clever use of game mechanics. No, uh, it's applicable because I had two of the most world-renowned evade spot abusers in the raid group, Tommy Slami and Tactics <laughs> Lowell. Uh, and I jumped into this evade spot when we were going to wipe on Prince, and everyone was like, is that, is that an evade spot? And then the boss reset. And I was like, well, here you go, guys. There's your evade spot. Yeah, and then, you know, so- Tommy and Tactics were just like, we have to find more. <laughs> you know, like they're going <laughs> crazy. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think, I think uh, Karazhan's kind of in a good spot right now, as in, in terms of just me rating it. I think that it could use a buff on some parts of the raid. Like leading up to Shade of Iran, I think the hardest part of the raid is if you're skipping trash. Yeah. Mm. But I also <laughs> think. Coming from your guys' perspective of being fairly hardcore players, right? You want something challenging that's going to challenge you. And I think we got challenged on this when we had other people on where they said, but Kara is supposed to be the entry-level raid, and there's still people that haven't gotten through Nax or BWL and Classic, you know? Yeah. And what does that do to them and their ability to even raid this content yeah i think the design philosophy matters a lot so corpse uh one of our main tanks talks about this sometimes where kara intentionally was was supposed to be really hard originally because in their heads they said okay we we made an axe now the next thing we make should be harder than an axe right like that that adds up right you're progressively getting harder whereas expansions are now like a reset where you expect the first raid to be the first tier not harder than the last tier of the last raid which i don't know if i agree with 
I agree with a lot of what Corp says, but this one I hard disagreed with because what I, I think I think he was saying that that was their design philosophy, not that he wanted that necessarily. Uh, I think okay, he was saying okay. that's why Kara is so hard. But if you go in with that mindset, like what do people want? Do people want something on par with Nax? His Nax was a blast. Going into Nax was such a ref, like a refreshing like whoa like we're doing mechanics right. this is fun and then going into Kara are we the vocal minority or are we the majority right like yeah, yes exactly. Yeah, exactly if we're talking me i would love it to be to be to be uh, challenging but at the same time it is a 10 man raid so like that would really hurt people getting into groups that weren't you know the best class but where i'm at is there were people that quit at BWL. There were people that quit at AQ. There were a yeah. ton of people that quit at NAX. And I want those people to come back for launch. So I feel like we could just keep ramping up each time. We don't – it was actually one of the things I hated about Cataclysm is because the first raid tier before b- before nerfed was crazy hard. I was like – and all of my, my buddies who had quit – in in wrath early because it was just too hard came back and we were doing our 10 our 10 man stuff and they couldn't do it and it was so depressing i was just like i get this short time to play with my casual buddies you know that don't really know how to play the game well and you don't get that if we just keep progressing up which is funny for me i loved i thought cat at the beginning was awesome because the heroics and I really hope that this is generally true and not just for me. But I found the heroics to be more difficult than the content that Wrath offered. The early Kata heroics when we had didn't have gear and we were just getting into them uh, when we hit max level, I thought were really challenging. And that's what I loved about the game. I was like, yo, I love yeah. that. Like, I'm in here with these four other people and we're we're talking about pulls. Like, we just pulled trash and wipes. We have to actually be careful in here. Uh, so, oh, yeah, listen. I mean, they got to send learned- out a survey, I guess. <laughs> We were in some of the heroics with Josh and Ale and Corpse. <laughs> and we also ran with Melderon. Melderon died at almost every poll. He has I picked himself there. a really hard class to uh he's picked uh enhanced shabby and uh it's gonna be a rough go for this him was for heroics. a while. Heroics in the TBC beta, right? Yeah. Yep, yeah. And he died almost every poll. I can confirm though. We have uh, an enhanced shaman in our raid that came tonight, and I mained enhanced for since the since the day TBC launched originally. I pl- I mained enhanced until the day Classic came back out, like through wow. all the good and bad times of enhanced shaman, <laughs> right? Wow. And uh, our enhanced shaman in raid today was beating all three of our warlocks on several of the fights in terms of DPS, like. In terms of numbers, the enhance can pump it, right? But it's survivability. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a slippery slope because they're they're so up and down with Mm -hmm. you know they get a couple crits and all of a sudden they're just getting turned on and they cannot survive (laughs) the the hit that they're about to take. Well, it's it's funny because the way it seems, in my opinion, like when you talk to people that play retail and you talk to people that are exclusively classic. Uh, the majority of my friend base and community are all classic exclusive, right? But coming from retail um, into classic, all of the raids are kind of a joke, right? Like you look at, you look at definitely even Nax, you know, is yeah. just kind of a meme 
compared to classic or to to retail's difficulty of mechan mechanics and you know if you're talking mythic yeah for yeah, sure oh I, yeah i don't but, i don't mean mythic i did normal castle nathria yeah and i would argue normal castle nathria was harder than our nax experience hundred percent the only reason we could do it is because you can 40 people well, yeah. the, right, but the only reason that we could do normal Castle Nathria is that we can just delete the bottom 30% of the raid and then finish the raid in, in retail. Yep. <laughs> if we had to bring all 40 people, there's just no way. Like, I, It's just not yeah. possible. Without people doing mechanics properly, we, we would bring like 25 people and like one person dying at the beginning of the raid was like, how are we going to make the DPS check now? <laughs> like, yeah. we have too many people. You can't die at the beginning. It's it's interesting because they retail WoW is WoW that has been through all of the iterations of of the vocal player base uh, ripping Blizzard apart, right? So for for the example that Bob brought up of like, uh, I you know in Cataclysm my friends quit because it was too difficult at the onset, uh, and we had a limited amount of time to play. That is stuff that Raid Finder fixed, right? You just log in, you queue up, fifteen minutes later you're in the raid. It's virtually impossible to wipe. You get it done, you go. Yeah. But it ruined the community. Yeah, but that wasn't fun, though. Like, I mean, so these same friends started in Wrath, and we did, you know, the 10-man the, the, the content as a group of buddies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, 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 we wiped, we progressed through, but then we finally beat it. it like, it, it was a cool progression. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, looking for raid would have just meant they could just be like, you know, we had one friend that would always get really drunk, and you That's could me. tell at the point in the night that he just was like not there. And yeah, he'd be like really good into a point. He would be able to just get away with that. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's that's not exactly what I wanted. It's just like Kata ten ten man's like really pushed it compared to Nax 10, uh, 10 man in wrath is all I was saying, yeah. but it's still fun to have that progression though. It's, it's, it's such a, it's a difficult spot for blizzard. I'm, I'm not envious of the people running oh, the sure. blizzards, uh, TBC launch because they don't have the option unless they take like, you know, cha no changes plus, uh, some changes to like the fullest extreme and go, Hey, Here's a regular dungeon, a heroic dungeon, and a mythic version. At that point, it's like, here's Warcraft 2. Here's WoW 2, yeah, right? right? I think that's like, where we WoW go. Here's WoW 2, and we're going some changes this way. The, the what, what It is what it is. I was saying a couple weeks ago, maybe it was last week, we're talking about this Bob's like deluxe. Talking about the deluxe edition. I was like, we have to realize that for Classic to survive for a long period of time, I think they probably will need to be more hands-on than we want even right now. Because they have to modernize the game and they have to modernize it for people who want to play it. Like, I do I want to play TBC how it was when I was 14 years old or do I want to play it like how I remember it was when I was 14 year old, mm -hmm. 14 yeah. years old. And in order or to get that remember, they got to make it harder. you don't remember it at all. Yeah, or or like you don't remember it at all. Yeah. And but these, so there these are, are all things. Oh, go ahead. Now, I was going to say being more hands on allows them to do different things like, hey, here's here's a super heroic. And maybe there's only cosmetic rewards or something like they used to have those challenge dungeons, dungeons in, in retail. That sort of stuff's cool. Like if they if they implemented a game system, I mean, we're going to talk more about speedrunning 
here in a minute. But if if they implemented an in-game speedrun system, like I don't see why anyone would have to be like, oh, no changes. Like this isn't <laughs> what we yeah. asked for. Well, I, I was talking recently with uh, one of my friends, Parla, who's who's one of the best priests in the world. He was on Apes' progression team for a long time. He still is. He's actually getting off the team for uh, TBC because he got worn out of the of the grind of you know getting out of nax going to ptr practicing you know stuff like that which i don't blame him but uh and i he said what what would it take to keep classic wow alive during tbc and and more like what would relight the fire for you to want to come back to classic wow and and my response was well there's there's a few options option one is i wait another 10 years Right, because oh, yeah. then I then I would want to go back, right? As we all will. Classic vanilla, you mean specifically? Yeah, classic yeah. vanilla. Option number two is if they announce fast-paced, fresh servers that reset annually, right? Then you know from from day one everything's available, or or you know you release it on a monthly basis or whatever, and then it resets. And option three is you have to have classic plus with some kind of crazy uh wild incentive to wanting to keep doing Stratholm. You know, if right. you want to do yeah. if you want to do strat, you know, live and dead in under 15 minutes and get whatever mount or whatever, right? Like you'd have to do something, right? Yeah. So I think it's gonna apply. Yeah, Yips uh mentioned this many times on the show about how he wants like what do you call it seasons, right? seasons yeah i'm a big diablo 100%. player like Me diablo too. 2 is still alive because of seasons uh diablo 3 100%. is has no subscription model yet can still deliver new content because they just get so many players for seasons no one's playing i mean there obviously are people playing the non-seasons but they have yeah. new content and there's no subscription model at all or there's not really any microtransactions in, in north america either but there are across the world so it's kind of I'll have to get with you after the call to talk about the alpha of Diablo 2. Nice. All right. Well, I do have to move us on a bit, though. Let's move into. (sighs) Bobby, we need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? Wikipotamus, I don't know if you've checked out the show before, but anytime we have someone new on the show, we'd like to get to know them a bit. Because I think so many shows don't do that, and I like to get to know everybody because everybody has a different past. So give us some background on your WoW career. Like how long did you play, et cetera? Do you still play retail or modern, whatever you want to call it? Give us like your, your, you know, I'm going to interrupt before you even begin to to answer do you prefer to go by winky now you said you just mentioned before the podcast yeah. you switched your twitch to just winky winky potamus oh, sorry, is sorry. what i'm known for everywhere else on the internet mm-hmm. but on twitch specifically it's just winky uh okay. because every time i would go to somebody's stream i would type hey man how's it going and they would say sup winky and and then if someone tried to read the full name they'd be like winky po thomas as Duranosaur oh. likes to point out all the time. <laughs> As someone who goes by Cognitive Pit, I understand your, your troubles. Yeah. And uh, all right, background on WoW career. Yeah, yeah. So recently I got, par- I got lucky enough to be partnered with Twitch and they allowed me to change my name. And I said, I want Winky. And they said, cool. 
So that's what they nice. did. So we're excited. Partner, that's huge. Yeah, it is a big milestone. I've been streaming for like seven years. So it, it was long time, uh, long time goal. And we finally met it. And now I don't know what else to do. So <laughs> you made it. Yeah, we, we're, we're already there, right? But uh, uh, for WoW, um, I started, so I was a Diablo 2 player as a kid. Uh, my mom wouldn't let me play it because we're from a very religious family and, and then had Diablo in the name. So I had one of my friends, uh, his mom actually bought me Where are you from? California. Uh, Central Valley of California. California, but still had that like Bible Belt type of deal. Yeah. Going so, on. so my mom was from Oklahoma. If you want to go way back, right? My mom lived in Oklahoma her whole life. She gotcha. Came, That's right below us. We live in Kansas City. Yeah. So I definitely get it. Like, I'm not part of the culture, but I get the culture. She's from a town right outside Oklahoma City called Shawnee. Uh, it was where my whole family was. And uh, they, my mom moved out to California because she met, uh, a strapping young lad and that was my father and uh they they had us and got married so i was part of the i i would call it southern i know a lot of people in oklahoma don't like being called southern or people don't like it when they say oklahoma is southern because it's kind of central just kind of middle i don't know how to explain it yeah, I, we recently looked up like like the actual. There's so many different people, like there's so many different organizations that classify the Midwest, South, yeah. everything differently. Like the government does it different than other organizations. We just know this because Mel's job, she works with a bunch of different things across the the U.S. Mm -hmm. She was trying to figure out what her actual. Because they labeled, and it's nuts. I have Kansas, Oklahoma, and Colorado, and they call us the Northwest. And I'm like, we're definitely you're not the Northwest, not <laughs> no. the Northwest. But no. if you turn the map upside down, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. So, sorry so, to yeah, so, tangent. Well, that's I just call it Southern. People on the coast don't care what's going on in the middle of the country. That's <laughs> that, that, that's factual evidence, right <laughs> that's there. That's true. That's uh, true. So, long story short, yeah, families from uh, Oklahoma, very, very, very strong. Bible thumping, Bible, Bible belt kind of background. I was not allowed to play Diablo. My friend's mom bought it for me. Uh, I threw the box away, took the CDs home, installed them, and then threw them away. Or no, I kept the Lord of Destruction disc because you needed that one in the CD drive. So my mom never knew that I was playing Diablo the entire time I was playing Diablo because she was nice. too, she wasn't very savvy on the video games. <laughs> So, uh, my brother came home and said, I've got this game, World of Warcraft, um, and you should play it. So, I watched him play it for a little bit. He's an older brother of mine, three years older. So, he was a little bit more uh, mature than I was in the, in the sense of video games and, and RPGs and cool stuff. So, he, he, he brought it home. I watched him play a warrior, a dwarf warrior, for like two or three hours. And I was like, this game is garbage. <laughs> Absolute garbage. <laughs> and I was like, where's the loot? Where's, uh, I want to kill demons. I want to, you know, I was playing a, a frozen orb sork at the time. And I was oh. like, I want to, I want to be big spells and lots of things flying out of bodies. And I want to open chests all the time. And, and so I, I tried it out. I made a, um, a druid, a night elf druid. And then I was like, this game's trash. So then I went back to Diablo for a couple months 
until I heard my brother in Ventrilo. That was like the turning point. I was like, okay. Good old Vent. There are people that play this game other than my brother, right? Because I thought it was like, <laughs> I thought it was like Morrowind on crack, basically. That was like the way I looked uh, at it. Yeah. Right? So I, I got on and then I, ever since then, I never stopped playing. So it was from Vanilla WoW all the way through uh, BFA, through Legion. Oh, um, so you, are you a Mythic Raider? I was a, lo- a while Look, ago. I think you're the first Mythic Raider we've had on the show. Like yeah. Mel's <laughs> brother is a a current Mythic Raider. Okay. Yeah, first but of like, all, most of people we don't have on that have like done that throughout the entire time. Yeah, okay. so yeah. ascended right now. <laughs> I killed the first boss of Highmall and Warlords of Draenor on Mythic. He's just like a tank and spank in an arena. So technically, I'm a mythic raider. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, like, last, okay. You never. You never I'm told just, us that. <laughs> the last like, mythic raiding I did was we got ahead of the curve on Jaina in BFA. Oh, oh that's that's and very recent. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it, when Shadowlands came out, I tried leveling. I just was so deep into classic at the time. I think I'm still fifty six or something. I don't know what it's hard I to play at a high level at both. I think. Well, I was yeah. only going to do it. I, I was only going to do it for arena because I love retail arena. Um, but kind of watching people play the arena recently kind of changing my mind on that too. So I don't know. I don't know. The meta yeah, is a little, it's kind of, I'm pretty excited about TBC or arena coming out. And there's, there's rumors of like possibly East esports getting into it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, I'm pretty excited because I've watched a lot of of retail or arena over the past two years, mm-hmm. and I just can't tell what in the f- going on. Like, but I will be able to tell in TBC because I'll be playing it. You yep. know what I mean? So yep. I'm kind of excited about that. I I can't give any spoilers, but I am currently aware of two esports organizations putting together full on championship series in arena. Very nice. Awesome. Well, I mean. When you can talk about it, you have to come back on the yeah, show it'll to be promote it. Awesome. It's going to be fun. And I'm going to lose Sweet. in the first round of every one of them, but I'll be I there. hope it's super throwback and but it's like sponsored there. by Circuit City, TBC Arena. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> sponsored by Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Yeah. Blockbuster. <laughs> oh, we're on the did same page, brother. Know, we're on the by same the way, page. I, I, I hate to go off on the tangent, but did you know the original Blockbuster is an ARBNB now? The last... Oh. Like it's the huh. last existing blockbuster to close down. Someone bought and they left it as a blockbuster so that you yes. can and they opened it as a Airbnb and you can go in there and take a vacation at Blockbuster. Wow. Yes. That uh, I mean Where's that's actually at? awesome. Isn't it I Oregon? don't know. I, I'll Google it and find it for you. Yes. No hit Jerome was just talking about it. No hit Jerome would talk about that. Yeah. There's like a family video store across the street from our house oh, right now that I'm pretty awesome. sure I'm just like, what's happening? Who is actually going there? Yep. I, I mean, it must be a lot of people because it's been in business for years now. And I'm just like, what the? I, I I need to just walk in it one of these days. So you hear you hear your brother on vent and you finally decide. <laughs> is this yeah, a vanilla? No. Yeah, that was vanilla. Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, my, my brother had brought home um, the trial discs or whatever they were. I can't remember. You could like they locked you at a certain level. And I don't know. I was a child, but um, I would I probably didn't get past level 10 the first time I tried it. But a few months later, I came back and that was full launch vanilla. Wow. And I was uh, 
no lifing. I played a rogue uh, to 55, and then I re-rolled druid and got that to 60. Um, and then the day burning crusade. So th- this is sad. There was I could go for so long. By you the way, stopped guys. at fifty five, dude. Like, so check I just this feel out. Like you're so close. <laughs> I'm like, like ten I mean, years come old. On. I'm like ten or eleven years old. Yeah, playing vanilla. Wild. Add probably. And I too. joined. I was on the server Alex Straza, uh, and I I joined a guild. To this day, I remember it was it was named Lords of Alex Straza, and I asked them at level forty, where do I go to level? Because there was no add-ons. I didn't have any. James's Alliance leveling guys. That's like, one of nothing the worst like that, right? areas in yeah. the leveling. Yeah, that's one of the worst classic leveling areas is the, is the 40s. Yeah, and I'm a gnome rogue, and I said, what do I do? Where do I go to level? And they said, go to Arathi um, Highlands, Islands. or uh, what's that? It's above, it's above Hillsbrad, right above Hillsbrad. Hinterlands? Hint, no, not the Hinterlands. It's the, it's the snowy Ogres. Alterac Mountains? Alltrack Mountains. Oh, yeah. I've never considered that its own. <laughs> they said, go to the Alltrack Mountains and kill ogres. That's what they told me. And I'm not like, kidding. That sounds fun. I spent three weeks as a child killing ogres in the Alltrack Mountains. And I'm not even kidding. Like nine hours a day after school, it was me coming home, pickpocketing and killing ogres. And I grinded from level 40 to level 50 on those ogres. What am I doing with my life? I, I'm not even... Well, so the thing... I was a kid, right? And I was in Stormwind one day and I'm, I've always been an Alliance player. I re, I went to Horde halfway through um, Warlords of Draenor for, you know, just because everyone at that time went Horde. <laughs> but I saw someone in Stormwind. They had a Corehound's Tooth. It was level 60 human rogue with a Corehound's Tooth. And I said, I want a Corehound's Tooth. Like, that's the goal for me, right? So then, <laughs> well, it should have been the partition's blade. Well, I didn't know. Wait, no one knew, right? I just <laughs> liked the way the <laughs> yeah, courthouse tooth looked. And I was like, that's amazing. I need that. So, uh, you know, and this was back in the days, he'd run around in Stormwind and inspect people's gear and be like, oh, this guy's so cool. And like, they had, this guy has, you know, cool, like, BWL gear on. And he'd stand on the bank steps, you know, or jump, stand on the mailbox. But that was, that was life. And I, I was a kid, I, I would just, get home from school, kill ogres, and just think about that Corhound's tooth that I never actually got. Yeah, it's kind of funny because the Perdition's Blade was the first item I ever looted from a raid. I came in a little late to to Molten Core, and there was a whole bunch of controversy. Like, the guy really liked that I was playing with Mel, mm-hmm. was a girl, which was pretty rare at that time. And so he just basically Girls ninja looted it. Girls that talked in were to, rare. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like he just ninja looted it to me and said it was an accident. Oh, like what everybody a boss. was calling for GMs, and he's like, "Listen, just, just it, it was my first raid." He's like, "Just let him go, let him go negative. I promise he'll be good." And I got to keep it, and I didn't realize till till you know later that it was just a huge, huge change. But oh, that's yeah. we like like, and I wasn't a kid. I was you know. I was in my early 20s when it came out, so we just didn't know anything about the game. No one did. Yeah, that was the best part. My mom had to sign a waiver for me to join my rating guild because I was under 18, and it was an over-18 exclusive 
they they legitimately said if you want to join our rating guild you have to get your mom to sign this waiver and i did and i posted it Amazing. and the cool the coolest part is i still daily go on that guild's website we have our own forums uh forums.zealguild.org if you guys are interested uh but it's it, i played with that guild for 10 years straight never stopped um i found out my own cousin was in that guild that i had never met <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's a wow. really crazy story. He was explaining issues in guild chat one day that he was having in his life. Cause you know, Warcraft was also a therapist for a lot of people growing mm -hmm. up. And I was like, dang, that sounds a lot like the, <laughs> the, the family issues I'm dealing with right now. So I messaged him and I was like, dude, like, have we been playing together? And this was in TBC, like during SSC. So we'd been playing together for four, three or four years at that point. And he was like, what's your last name? And I told him and he was like, dude, we're cousins. <laughs> and I legit met him for the first time. He flew out to Thanksgiving one year because he was, you know, they're all from Oklahoma. I'm from California. Mm -hmm. He flew out to California for Thanksgiving one year. And it was like the craziest reunion. I was like, dude, I've known you, uh, you know, over half my life. You know, I was right. like mid twenties that, that at that time. And I never, I play wild with it. I literally met him by chance in That's my guild crazy. blood, wow. blood crazy. relatives did That's you play nuts. private servers i did yeah uh not not very hardcore at all i was doing the retail grind uh with every expansion but i did i remember in raf i played one of the very we the weirdest tbc private server ever it was like noxian or noxian privates and it was one of those ones where you'd spawn in at level 70 there's like all kinds of crazy uh like wow plus type loot where you'd get go to a vendor and buy like stuff that could make you you know shoot lightning bolts out of your arms or you know just weird stuff go. right and then yeah. uh i i got really big into um the classic the wow classic privates um after warcraft after blizzard said they would never do it when when there was like the big outcry, you think you do, but and you, you don't. The think you do, but you don't. That was when I got into the private server scene because I said, you know what, Warcraft's never going to do it. So I did um, a little bit of Elysium. I did Northdale. I did some of them. Never hardcore at all. Like I was never in a raiding guild, weekly raiding, nothing like that. Um, but it was just fun being back in that world of of childhood you know right that's that's where yeah. i discovered my love of classic wow warlock because i always played rogue or druid and i wanted to try out something new the first time i went to a private server so i rolled warlock and and i've been on warlock in classic ever since and i'm going to be riding warlock into tbc i love warlock in classic warlock is so cool it was cool leveling up yep. it's cool to pvp with yeah it's just not cool to top the damage meters, it's, you well, know? not at all no and and i like to brag that my guild would not have killed rag the night that we did it unless i was there because i dc'd when we were attempting our first attempt on rag and they wiped and i came back and we were melee stacking because the meta right <laughs> uh we i came back and i put recklessness on rag and we won so See, i'm just I'm, saying i'm like the opposite i i'm never gonna miss a nax because i don't want people to realize they can do it without me that's the yeah right yeah <laughs> like, you guys i missed you remember the week i was gone i was out of town and i was like listen if you guys kill saf tonight when i'm not there i'll never forgive you <laughs> like 
I'm just never, you know, you're just going to have to wipe so that when I come back, we're fine. Yep. Warlock was cool until the end of Wrath, I think, in my opinion. It got weird in, yeah. in, in Cataclysm and Beyond. Um, I played Warlock in TPC as PvP and yeah. I Warlock I is so fun for I must have said PvP. I DPS Warlocked in, in yeah. Warlords of Draenor. Oh, I That's like my warrior Warlock. brain talking. I'm like, I did DPS <laughs> on Warlock. Is that every spec? But I did it in Warlords. I, I had a blast then. And I guess that's later than your timeline. I, re- I really It's okay. It's Warlock. like me playing the Holy Druid. And corpse being like, yeah. <laughs> it's just okay. Funny. To be fair, <laughs> corpse is like, holy druid is next level. I th- I think with classic for me with warlock, it's that warlock is the most fun for me in the open world. Uh, you can win a one v one in almost any situation as a warlock if you're good enough. Dude, I was killing level sixty. Yeah, fury uh, warriors in like that were going for for their freaking song flower in uh-huh. fellwood when i was 55 yeah if if it can be feared it can be killed right that's, yep. that's kind I of i mean the way fear you... is so broken and uh-huh. classic you know what's cheating though is when warlocks are questing with their priest buddy mm-hmm. and they send their pet after a mob so that they can get the little item on the ground I don't have that option. Oh, yeah, oh. we've been doing we we've, we've been doing questing in yep. beta and all the little collection ones. I send my pet in and then I get the the node. Yep. And she's always like trying to inch towards like the node and I'll send my pet to the other one so that I can get the other node and she's just like And then I start fighting the mob and he gets the node that I'm fighting for. The best part of that is it works for Black Lotus. See, that's cheating. So you know, I've someone played, else. I've played vanilla and classic WoW, and I've never seen a black lotus. I got two of them. That was that was my prime prime lotus farming part. That's partially your fault. We've seen black lotus on the way to raid Mal, so partially that is your. I fault. didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. I know, but <laughs> yeah, the lotus, you know. the lotus farming. Exactly what he says. Yeah. You have to play on a dead server, then you'll see all the black lotus. I got a Black Lotus on my hardcore warlock. I did a hardcore WoW grind, and I was Herbalism Alchemy, and uh, I got to 60 on my warlock without dying, and on the way up, I got a Black Lotus. We have a there hunter in our guild who eagle-eyed and Silithus and, and probably farmed 50 Black Lotuses on his own. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. I also don't farm, so... Oh, me too. <laughs> okay, so speaking of the hardcore challenge, you do sure. something kind of kind of cool that I you know checked out. Oh, you no. do F's in the chat with yeah. Gray's for days. And why don't you tell us about what F's in the chat is on YouTube? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's on YouTube. It's live on Twitch as well. Uh, our YouTube viewership does not accurately, accurately reflect our Twitch viewership, sadly. I'm trying to get this Dude, YouTube thing same. off the ground, bro. Hey, dude, you were preaching to the choir, like we're in the top 200 audio pod uh, podcasts on iTunes, but we can't get anybody to yep. listen or watch on YouTube. So you're, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it, uh, I think F's is something that, you, that people have a lot more fun being there live for. Um, it's it's basically, there's a, there, the hardcore community uh, within Classic World of Warcraft is a bunch of idiots that um, think it's fun to try and level up one to 60 without ever dying or using an auction house or joining a group or doing a dungeon more than once. Yeah. Yeah. We've covered. Yeah. yeah, We've definitely covered the hardcore challenge with 
with a lot of people. So if they're listeners for a while, they should definitely know what it is. Yes. Yeah, so Epson chat was this kind of idea that we had. Um, it was supposed to be an events update because I've been a mod in the community for a, a little, almost a year now. And it was supposed to be this like update for upcoming events and cool things that happened in the previous week. And, you know, just that, like a community update podcast kind of setting um, with, with Gray's was supposed to, to kick it off as the first co-host. And it kind of turned into this like, uh, we just watch everyone die for hours sounds morbid and fun yeah so it's it's basically we take <laughs> we take the deaths and the highlight clips from the community um that have posted them in the in the discord and we watch them uh live with an audience and we comment on them because the people that i have on as guests like last week tyrannosaur was a guest and he's an absolute chad for for being there um I, the people I, I try to get on are people that are incredibly knowledge, knowledgeable about uh, Classic WoW, that know just about every quest in the game. They've done the hardcore challenge themselves. Uh, preferably, they've completed it themselves. So they can relate to what, what they're seeing. Um, and we just analyze these death videos. And it's, it's kind of a mix between uh, sadness and humor. Because everyone likes to see the the send off to their character after they've died you, you it's like you you get your f in the guild chat whenever you die on hardcore you die you put f in the guild chat the whole guild puts f for you as a as a way to show respects and then <laughs> solidarity and then the real f is when the community comes together every week and watches it on epson chat watches uh, it i have a question for yeah. you sure sorry sorry durand go oh i was just going to say you because I've been featured on F's and chat. I've lost hardcore characters. <laughs> and I it's like a bittersweet moment of like you you know, Winky starts sort of talking about like this next clip. Uh I think most of you guys know him. Uh and he'll slowly give information and then you he'll like he'll do a scene change and you'll see it's your clip and you're just like, oh no. Cause you know like there's always something you could have done. So you're oh, yeah. hypercritical of yourself, and now everyone's going to see it, and Winky knows the game. Winky's going to point out what you could have done. But it's also a great moment, because like, it showcases all these different people who are streaming, who are playing Classic WoW, who are having a good time. Um, and people are always like super quick to say, wow, that sucked. Like, that sucked. And that helps. It helps you like go again. Like make another character. It helps you, like yeah. yeah it helps you uh, just be like, okay, I'm done. Do you ever do anything where you put a clip up and you don't tell anybody, but it looks like they're gonna die? Absolutely. But instead, they actually make it. We do it all the time. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, for, cool. For, cool. For highlight clips that are really close, and like, I'll, you know, I'll even put clips up sometimes and have the chat uh, vote on if it's a death or a highlight before they watch it. And I see Nova nice. in the chat right now on Twitch. He's he's a uh, uh, one of my mods. He's one of the best people in the hardcore community, pillar of the community, and uh, he's there for every single episode of S, which is great. You guys, you know, I just want to point out that I would be really bad at this hardcore challenge. Bob can attest that when we're questing, I just go like the complete like straight route from yeah. point A to point <laughs> yeah, B. She's a straight and I have, line like, runner. Eighty-two mods. She'll worry about me. it once she gets yep. there. I'm like, listen, Honestly, the risk reward here. 
I'm telling you, if I, if I could, coming from Diablo 2 and, and playing a lot of hardcore in Diablo 2 growing up, if I could turn off softcore mode on World of Warcraft and it, it like literally only play hardcore for the rest of my life, I would. Where if you died, you like die. Yeah, with what they with what Cargos has cre has created with all of you, I mean Blizzard would be crazy not to make an actual server for it. I mean it's absurd that they won't do it. There's can two I ask servers. for clarification? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. If you die after you hit 60, do you have to delete? Yes. I would play that <gasps> nonstop. See, no, oh, see, yeah. that's, that's the so difference the here between a normal person the and a psycho. Yeah. Is yeah. that all the way to 60, love it, awesome. Post 60, <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping my character. But yeah. I could understand, like, um, the way they do it, the way they do it in RuneScape is uh, <laughs> uh, you just, like, have, like, a clear label. So you're a hardcore yeah. character, and if you die, then you're a softcore character. And yeah. then people can tell the difference between it, but your character is not deleted. <laughs> Are you guys calling what I play oh, easy mode? Call. Is that what I'm yes. hearing? Are you calling we call, easy we call mode? You, what we call you in the hardcore community, and Duranosaur will attest to this, is you are a multi-lifer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And and we yes. yes we look down on multi lifers. <laughs> it's okay. I was walking over the TBC. I fought in your general direction. <laughs> There's like these bridges that are like have no railings, and it's like waterfalls on each side of you, right? Mm -hmm. And I was walking over it, and I was like, "Listen." In the grand. Yeah, I'm like in real life, you'd never see me walk over this. Yep. Like if I couldn't have a res button, uh uh, yep. not happening. Well, like <laughs> and the craziest part about hardcore, I hate to go on the hardcore tangent because I can go for okay. days on this one. Um, the, the best part of hardcore is, is next time you're playing WoW, ask yourself, would I be doing this if my character got deleted when I died? But hell no. Hell no. That's why I won't do it. It changes everything. But what it does is it puts value into the game where there's so much, uh, muddied water of no value. When you're when you're doing a quest in the grand and you're in a cave, right? When you well, even okay, let's say you're doing a quest in classic vanilla right now, or you're running through the cave in Western Plaguelands that goes to Eastern Plaguelands, and there's spiders all over it. You know that cave? It's the back oh, way yes. through. Uh, yes, there's an elite spider that pat, put pats up and down it, right? The, when you're there. In hardcore WoW, you are paying attention to the game. You're paying attention to the environment. You're recognizing things. When I started playing hardcore WoW, I recognized a thousand things that I didn't know about the game. Like, oh, wow, that's really cool. The developers put that there because I didn't know. Because before it was like, oh, I'm looking at my quest log and looking at how long it's going to take me to finish this piece of shit quest. You know, sorry for cussing, but that I don't want to do, right? But now right. it's like now there's this whole value of you're you're in you find yourself enjoying the entire game again. I whether mean, it's I leveling or what. I've I've got I've got mad respect for everybody that does it. I watched Duranosaur do it quite a bit on his Twitch. I've actually followed so many people that I didn't know about doing the hardcore challenge. It's just you guys have more tenacity than me. I have the majority of my deaths mm -hmm. while I'm AFK. Like, and, <laughs> yeah. 
Those if happen. I couldn't go AFK, I'm going to have to get a freaking uh, bottle to sit right right uh-huh. next to the computer because well, you log out. I'm definitely drinking while I'm doing it. Yeah. Oh, I guess, yeah, you I kill, guess you, you could kill, log you out. Kill that doesn't out. always say you, though. Alone. What is that? Yeah. I've never heard of log, you log out. out for, you log out, out. You go pee and you come back. I, so I for me, as someone, about who, that. as someone who's played a lot of hardcore Diablo, I love hardcore. The problem with it not being built in the game is... I don't know if it's just due to my advanced age, but I have a lot of gamer guilt these days. And if I'm just if I'm spending time on something and it's not even the way the game is meant to be played, I'm going to be sitting there guilty the whole time. Like, oh, this is not productive at all. This is. (laughs) Well, so so ask ask yourself this. This is what I want you to ask yourself. I'm going to try and convert you right now. (laughs) You ready? Is getting world buffed before Nax the way the game was meant to be played? Well, no, I'm not playing the game at all the way it's meant to be played. I think hardcore would be yeah. insane. So, so it, by by what you just said, you're the way you described it. You're not playing oh, the game I that you would want to play it. However, we're talking, yeah, but I think time saving is like a big factor in the fact that I can save time. True. We also so uh, I also start raiding at 11 p.m. my time. So yeah, <laughs> I yeah, need world buffs that's to a get rough. done <laughs> as quick as possible. Yeah, but. Can we also talk about the fact that, Yip, you are 100% grinding your paladin, not doing any quests on your way to 60, which is well, it's also, efficient. oh yeah, is it? However, so le- if I wasn't it- making content with it, I would not do it. That but I they all have to stream. Okay, but the hard, they all have yeah. to stream their hardcore challenge because it has to be on tape. Hardcore is content, yeah. So, okay, the, the, the yeah, thing, but it is like less, thing, okay, okay. The the thing with hardcore for me specifically, and I'm not saying it has to be the same for everyone, is is that it brought life back to a game that I was about to quit because I for a lot of people I, yeah. oh for the in in the community aspect if I was playing hardcore by myself I would not be playing yeah. hardcore yeah. right it's okay it's but the community. you're playing hardcore on a mm-hmm. character and you're yes. playing you're raiding on a different character. Yeah. Correct? So I, I raid with my guild and I uh, do all the sweaty meta nonsense. And then I use hardcore as a way to, <laughs> it's going to be weird. I use it as a way to relax. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and get away from, <laughs> and get away from the meta. Yeah. Um, and, Escape and all just, that. And just enjoy stuff. the game. It, <laughs> it's legitimately like, when's the last time you picked up a minor health potion and saved it? Okay, I'm a hoarder. Right? I save all my potions. Like you get excited. You get excited when you're in the gold whatever mine, Fargo Deep Mine, and you kill something and get a spirit scroll. Yeah. You're like, oh, I get a yeah. 30 minute buff. Right? Like it's it's, it's definitely cool. fun to watch and like I enjoy it. Yeah, my my paladin grind is like a light version because like I yeah, I can't buy anything from the auction house unless I made the gold myself and stuff like that. Because these sort of restraints make you do more stuff in game and i oh exactly yeah there is merit in the hardcore uh game mode uh to being efficient and grinding instead of questing i played with a very 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 high profile uh person that streams daily on twitch and they don't ever stream world of warcraft um actually i could check right now yeah they're actually live right now playing valorant but they they didn't do a single quest in hardcore and they almost got to 60, but they never died. And they're going to come back and hit 60 because they played it because the way they did it was they loved the game. 
And there's all sorts of cool things to do with it too. It's like so Duranosaur did a uh a hunter no pet, which was neat to watch. And <laughs> but we could we could definitely talk about this for days. Wait, yeah, wait. Last last thing on last thing on hardcore. I know we gotta move on. Last thing on hardcore. If there is a class to choose where people will be like, you are the most hardcore. Warrior. Hardcore. Warrior. War- oh, okay. Besides Warrior. <laughs> what do you mean besides I mean, Warrior? That was hardcore. I already did the hardcore once. Besides, when we besides the Warrior? First time. Besides Warrior, it's AoE Mage. No. AoE yeah. Mage is pretty. Yeah, it's tough, dude. Yeah. If you fuck up one time on an AoE Mage, you're done. So, like, will people think I'm cool if I go do that right yes. now? That's my yeah. main question. Nova. Yeah. What Nova level? Right can, I, here. can I just start at 20? I don't have to do any crazy AoE stuff like. Pre-improved yeah. yeah. lizard. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Another like... another really difficult challenge is uh, when you limit uh, class spells. So oh, there's yeah. now achievements on the hardcore site where you can you can, for instance, level a mage with only using fire spells the whole way up. Interesting. Which loses all of your escapability and all of your survivability because you can no longer ice barrier. You can no longer use uh, frost nova. Anything that slows an enemy, you're basically just casting fire spells only. All right, I love this. All right, but let's like move, move Assad. Yeah. Yes. Hard point. I've hard got door. to move Assad. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, all right, so one last question. It was the question I had at the start of the the show. I see behind you both the horde and alliance flag. You get one choice: horde or alliance. One choice. Well, there's only two options, so. <laughs> <laughs> Retail or classic? I have to know. Classic. 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 This, yeah, this pod is all about classic. Oh, that man. This is such a difficult that? choice. If it was... Okay. Uh, Horde. Wow. Out. Oh, yep. I could see... I could I've, see... I wasn't like surprised by this, too. I just, yeah, I just wasn't expecting it. That's all. I've played, I've played classic. Uh, I've played alliance my whole life. Uh, the first time I ever leveled Horde was on the Hardcore Challenge, and uh, Horde is better. Yeah, we call this this Wait. is this is called the bias of newness. This is not a real <laughs> thing. Like, oh, this is, is a big deal. Horde is better. Winky on Fs on everything is always like Alliance is better. You know, it's just the better faction. <laughs> no, I say that Alliance is harder. Mm. For the Warcraft, for, mm. for hard for the hardcore mm. challenge, Horde is easier. Oh, so you're picking the easier class? Is that what yes. you're telling me on the yeah. hardcore challenge? So I'll, I'll I'll give you the rundown on why I picked Horde for Classic WoW. Alliance, you get level locked at forty, and you have a hard place, a hard time leveling. You have to grind Naga in a cave for a couple levels, or do something, right? Grind dungeons, whatever. Horde has the easiest questing. 30 360 I've ever seen in my life. You have 20, 20 quests in your quest book. So you're kind of like reflecting on your PTSD from grinding orgs and Arathi or Aldric Mountain when you were 10. I think the game flows better if you're Horde. Yeah, uh, but you have to live in mud huts. Uh, it, mud hut, like the aesthetics we of love Horde, our mud huts. I disagree with. Do you? Uh, yeah. If I had to pick a favorite city, it'd be Ironforge, because I love dwarves. Yeah. No, but- I totally I totally agree with um with this perspective. Like for hardcore, I can understand how Horde is better, because it's, it's like my camping 
my camping yeah. thing. Like sometimes it's fun to get on horde and, and sometimes it's fun to yeah. go backpacking in the wilderness. Of course yeah. it's not where you want to live, but it's fun to dip your toes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh. horde, not only that, but horde gets horde gets Oni buff and war chiefs, oh, I know. <laughs> which is ridiculous, right? For classic and for rating. Secondly, it's unfair. secondly, the meta is to go warrior in classic, and I I am a meta breaker. I hate the meta, um, but that's the meta, and that will always be the meta. <laughs> and what's better for a warrior? But it wasn't in theory? vanilla. Listen, I remember it theory. wasn't in vanilla. I do remember in phase we one. didn't have world buffs, so but, like warrior wasn't meta. Rogue was. Okay, yeah, I don't but, cares about vanilla. That, but win fury. <laughs> win Boomer fury, talk, dude. All Boomer you, talk. Literally, all you have to say for for which 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 one is better for classic WoW is win fury. That's I remember, it. Yeah. I remember and then looking GG, at you win on my alliance. Salve, my dude, human warriors, dude. Salve on my human warrior, I looked at both my deathbringers crying to myself that i wasn't an orc yeah well, i, I mean two I deathbringers made... just like what am i gonna do with these well, okay yeah we can go there too if if you like rogues and you like warriors oh, in your race we gotta no we have to move on to speed speed remedy <laughs> okay la last point horde right, horde, horde has a reason to use axes alliance doesn't correct horde has an easier time looting in endgame raids alliance has a harder time because everyone wants swords yeah just that's saying. true Every reason you like Horde is because it's easier. Let's move on. Yep. Let's Horde yep. is easier. Yeah, let's take that. <laughs> I'm taking the easy way out. So we're actually <laughs> playing hard mode on Alliance. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So we're we're going to move on to dungeon speed, speed running. And these guys both work on the team. But I'm going to give the floor to duranosaur to tell us like a a quick a quick rundown of the scene that he created you know way like if you want to get the full story you should definitely check out episode 14 because he comes on and he had just started it it was new it was exciting definitely check that out but give us the quick rundown of what you started in classic yeah so i think it was right around the end of phase four maybe beginning of phase five i started uh what is called classic dungeon speed and it was a community of people that were going to speed run um dungeons in classic wow and i wanted to create like I, I had a discord server and i wanted to get people just like even attempting it even just like trying it out like go into dungeons with your mains you know bring some consumables bring some world buffs and actually push the boundaries of what you can do in dungeons because we we were seeing people do it in raids, like we were seeing people attempt speedruns of raids, but no one was running dungeons at a high level. No one was actually seeing like what's the potential here. And people were people I think saw dungeons as like a it's a catch-up thing, right? Like, oh, you run that on your alt, you get it some gear, and then you bring it to raids, and then you forget about dungeons again. Or you're forced to run other alts through with your maid to carry, right? Exactly. So I wanted to bring life back to the dungeons in Classic WoW, in vanilla. And so I started this community and I've put on, at this point, I've put on three different competitions um, of speedrunning dungeons. So we've done, we did Skolomance, we did Dire Mall West, um, we did a full Stratholm, and then we also have leaderboards for all the different dungeons. And it's something that I was super passionate about. And I always, in the back of my mind, was thinking, man, TBC is going to be where this can really take off because of heroics. Because you have dungeons 
that are actually geared more towards um, people bringing their mains, right? Like because heroics have, you know, the badges because they are, you know, once a day um, because the difficulty level is higher. Like TPC is where this is going to be like super fun, super cool to actually challenge people like do it for speed, um, like actually push, you know, what we're capable of. And so that was always something in the back of my mind as I've been doing all this stuff in vanilla. And I think like I've been trying to find people throughout the course of the vanilla who are also interested in this stuff. And I, I, I actually had like a pretty rough time finding people that, um, you know, wanted to help with the community who wanted to help with production, with casting, with events and stuff like that. And so I, I was super fortunate that at one point, um, cause I knew Winky through hardcore and stuff. He and I started talking and he was like, Hey, I really like, I want to do this thing in TPC. And I was like, that's perfect. I want to be working with people who want to do this thing and I want to do it in TPC. So he was like, okay, here's my idea. And he comes at me with this like almost fleshed out, like potential website idea. Um, like just so much great. Con so many great concepts and so much great like potential content that I was like, you were the person who I've been looking for throughout <laughs> classic. Like you were like, this is what I've been Where have you wanting. been all my life? <laughs> exactly. So I've been working with him. Um and we are working on Dungeon Cleave. Um, so that's what the website is. It's www.dungeoncleave.com. And so it's sort of a rebranding. We're going from classic dungeon speed to dungeon cleave. And I think it's better because uh, it it kind of it's going to encompass more things, I think, than just, you know, maybe just like classic vanilla. Before you get to that, though, I want to hear about like at least one of the classic uh, competitions that you reran. Like what Twitch was it on? Was it on your Twitch? Like what like just kind of run us through one of those competitions and what it entailed. Yeah. So I, yeah, I hosted all of them on my Twitch, um, which is just twitch.tv slash Duranosaur. And so the last one I did, which was, um, we probably had the most like high profile guilds. It was a, it was a full Stratholme. Um, and I think we had eight or nine teams and we had guilds like, um, Goosey, who is, they were well-known speedrunning guild in classic. They kind of like, I think they stopped doing it during AG40, but then zoo is one of the top horde speedrunning guilds in the world. And then um, a few others and the full Stratholme. I think that when, I don't know, it was crazy to me how fast they did this. It was actually incredible. I think I allocated for each team somewhere around um, like 20 to 30 minutes. And these teams, started busting out the, I think the first team that went did like a sub 15 minute run of a full Stratholme. So they went in, um, most of them went in and did undead side first, like got to Baron Rivendare, killed it. And they were at like somewhere between like the five and eight minute mark. And then they backtrack through and head over to live side. And by the time they get to live side, you're thinking, wow, they have to clear all the way into the cathedral to get to Balnazar. And they're, they like open the cathedral doors and they use, like nifty stopwatch they use invis pots they use invis trinkets and they end up only having to kill like two trash packs inside the cathedral before getting to balnazar and killing balnazar and it was just this 
it's this incredible feat of, oh my gosh, if you actually, you know, pull out all the stops and you go into these vanilla dungeons with a group of five people that are in this gear using consumables and world buffs and trinkets and, and other things. Look at how fast they're able to do this and trivialize the content. But also, like, these things take a lot of skill with timing and stuff, too, right? Because, right. Um, like, with invis trinkets and pots, like, if you if they, if you do something wrong, like, if you cast a spell in the middle of an invis pot and break your invis, like, there goes the run type of thing. Like, us five couldn't go in there and do it in 15 minutes right now, right? Like, Probably not, not saying you guys aren't skilled. Like, Bob, me, and Yip. We just, you know, that's not our level. Well, like, yeah. it's a, well, it's a mean, totally me different Yip skill. did too. beat a record okay. that someone beat, like, just, like, you know, an hour later. So, that true. just that saying. Was, that was pretty funny. But yeah. uh, it is, like, a different skill to develop as well, too. So, you can't, no matter how good you are at raiding, if you, you won't jump in and be the best at this immediately. Oh, you have yeah. To learn yeah. the dungeon. You have to learn everything. Yeah. And that's, like... The highlight of that competition was actually, it wasn't even the first place time. I think the fastest team was like sub 11 minutes, but the second fastest team, they were, in my opinion, the coolest run because what they did was they, they entered on undead side and they sent one rogue to live side and the rest of the team went to undead side. And that one rogue stealthed all the way to the cathedral, opened the door stealthed all the way through the cathedral, which meant at one point they had to like actually engage a group of mobs in the cathedral. And they used like goblin rocket. They, I think sapped into like a gob, like a vanished goblin rocket helm blind. And then they had to use like the, just the exact amount of time they had left to open the door inside the cathedral <laughs> to then like skip that pack and like pop a, uh, whatever the ability is that resets your cooldowns to vanish again, like got all the way to the final boss in live side. Wow. Their four other teammates clear dead side. And as their four teammates made it to Baron Rivendare and fought him, that one rogue went in and soloed Balnazar. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And it was, wow. uh, we wow. were rooting wow. so hard for them. Cause we're like, this is the most impressive thing that we've ever seen right. um at a full stratholme and they ended up losing by like 11 seconds or something like it oh, was so so close you like can i just give you like a you know minus 12 seconds for just the effort and creativity you had there like <laughs> yeah it was it was like that's when i was thinking about classic dungeon speed or dungeon speed running in general it was that kind of stuff that i was just like that's where i wanted to see i wanted to see Ingenuity. that level of yeah, of ingenuity, and they delivered in, like, to this day, I'm like, that is, like, that's peak. That's what I want to see, like, moving forward with with everything that we do. So, since Winky has already called Alliance easy mode, um, do you see <laughs> that more Horde or Alliance, like, groups get better times or better things? Like, do yeah. you see a difference? So the big difference, um, it actually comes from what buffs are available. Um, and so this, I'm actually hosting um, what will probably be the final vanilla speedrun competition. And I had to put a rule in that said that Horde could not use Camp Taraho buffs because they, 
they make a massive difference. When you're talking about speed running stuff that's like 10 minutes or less, a lot of the camp T buffs are like five to 10 minutes. And they're things like uh, increase your move speed by 20% for five minutes or increase your armor by like 20% for 10 minutes and stuff. So those that was something where the winning team from that full strat competition, like they had every single person had like full camp T buffs in addition to all the other world buffs that are available. And it was very clear that, okay, if they hadn't had like that set of buffs, they don't win that competition. Um, and so moving forward. What are forward, camp T buffs? Um, are so they only horde? They're only horde. Um, so camp Taraho, south don't of the crossroads. Um, there's a quest that you do with a quill board that's like he's stuck in a cage, basically. Like he's been caught. And he sends you to get these blood shards and they drop off of mobs or if you mine in the barrens you can mine them and you turn them into him and you turn like he has a bunch of different options so you can i think get like six buffs from him you turn in these blood shards and yeah you can turn in a certain amount to get a speed buff a certain amount for uh, an armor buff that's percentage based um and it's yeah it's a horde quest so only horde can get them and it's repeatable which and it's repeatable, yeah. Part. So you, you can, can do it as many times as you want. Yeah. So maybe Horde's easy mode, you know? Just saying. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, Horde is easy mode. That's why I like it more. <laughs> Jeez. Alliance is hard mode. Yeah. This is the first time I've heard this take, and I love it. I'm just a real. <laughs> I know. I I'm eating this. it up. Like, if you can't tell. Yeah. If you've got to 60 on Horde in hardcore, kind of a. That's you. you. Uh, I'm like not saying it's not me. It's like an I'm asterisk, right? You've got an asterisk by your name there. Yeah. but yeah so that's that has been my big highlight from the dungeon speed community thus far and that's uh what is lit a fire under me for what we're doing with tbc moving forward well and what i'm excited about for tbc is basically the reason i mean if chrono boob would have been a thing like maybe it would have been a little different but i still just don't know if I would have wanted to use world buffs for these competitions. And now in TBC with buffs getting, you know, you know, purged as you walk into to dungeons, this becomes something that so many more people like me will really enjoy participating in. And I think that's really cool. So I'm excited about that. I feel like I'm oh, going to get kicked out of that man. group. Oh man. I, <sighs> That's part of why I wanted to do it so bad. Because the bar, the bar for the entry to to speedrunning is drastically lower in, in TBC. TBC. Yeah, yeah. So it, anyone that is, it, there's a couple reasons. Everyone wants to do heroics every yeah. day, right? You want your badges. You want you want to clear the dungeons. You want to play with your friends. Whatever, right? Whatever your reason is, people are running heroics every day. And it, if you're not going for the world record time, right? You, if you want to see your name on a website, click the record button and post your time, right? Also, just yeah, like being cool. able to see other people's ways of being more efficient, yep, I think mm-hmm. is really helpful. We talked about that last time, right? Where it's like, yeah, maybe I'm not going to speed run this, but I can at least see these clips of like... Well, that's brilliant. Why didn't I think of doing that? Like, maybe I'm not going to invis pod all the way to the end, but I can skip this mob by doing this. Like, taking those different things, I think, is super helpful. 
Yeah, it's meta. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not retail with uh, Mythic Plus. There's like a certain amount of trash you need to kill and things like that. That um, So that I can comment that. on that too if you want. I've had an update on that. I don't even think I've gone over that with Tyrannosaur yet. Oh, oh, oh wow. I was just going to say though that it's it's actually meta to do this. Like, yeah. no one, I mean, I don't want to say nobody, but a lot of people who have normal jobs will not be able to do every heroic every day. It's just not uh, yeah. super feasible, but... It's actually meta to try to get these done as quick as possible. It's not the same as like, oh, let's go do Strathome because we're bored. It's like, we have to do this anyway. Let's do it as quickly as possible. Yeah, they want to do it and they want to get it over with and they want to do it quick and be efficient. Uh, it's funny you brought up uh, Mythics because I've been uh, recently uh, talking to uh, Keystone Masters, which is the speedrunning Mythics group. And they uh, are going to be supporting us moving forward with Dungeon Fleet. So very awesome. Uh, I'm not sure how cool. far that support goes, um, but it is nice to hear that we have homies on the uh, the retail side that have been through the gambit and they know exactly what what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and the biggest thing I think they can help with is the rule set. Yeah, uh, because it's that is a point a huge point of contention. Everyone I talk to about it says, "Well, what are you going to do about Druid?" You know, five druids. What Speaking of which, why don't you guys explain about the 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 rule sets that you're like kind of going in with right now, the tentative ones? Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure actually. We we're talking about it in the Discord. We have a Discord available. If you go to the website, um, you can join the Discord and jump in on the rules discussion. Right now, I could tell you what I would want. I'm not sure if it's what Duranosaur would want. Oh, hit um, me. I I think that the run the runs start uh with a raid warning. You know, you count down 10 seconds or whatever you're going to do and you click record and you start your time at 0 and then as fast as you can get through the dungeon is as fast as you can get through the dungeon. Oh, no rules. Yeah, and if if we have issues with uh five druid stealth runs or anything of that nature you just put that into its own bracket called any percent like any other speed running website would do mm-hmm. um and then you've got full runs and any percent runs and we can have that defined by how much trash you're killing or um whatever stipulations arise the problem is with making rules is it's so difficult to foresee yeah some of the crazy things people are about to do in these dungeons. You end up making rules retroactively, right? Yeah. Which is not helpful, right? Because it doesn't help the last thing that you're making the rule for. And maybe it affects the next dungeon in a different Mm -hmm. way that you didn't anticipate. You kind of might have to, like, you don't have to make the rules retroactively, but you could... You kind of have to look back because it could turn into a thing where just the meta is five druids because that's the way you skip the trash. Exactly. I think that's where uh, that's where where Warcraft logs like drew a line in the sand with their next speed run changes where they ha- you had to have a certain amount of of mobs killed and their site could track that. And yeah, so yeah. that was a way that they could do it. Speaking of Warcraft logs, is we our our website currently uh, talks to Warcraft logs. You can link your Warcraft logs on your um, speedrun uploads for review and verification. And there is always the opportunity for us to utilize Warcraft. Warcraft logs is official times. Yeah. As as the runs. Um, another thing we're doing right now is we're working with Keystone Masters. 
to try and develop a Blizzard approved rule set. So this will not only be approved by the community because I'm a I'm a stickler when it comes to the community, and so is Dranosaur. And and uh, it's not fun unless the people that are playing it are having fun, right? So uh, Blizzard might say this is what we want, and and the community might say this is what we want, and we'll. I would be more comfortable going with the community. Yeah. Um. So we'll see, but uh, it's it's cool to have some some rules people some people that have already been doing the 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 dungeon heroic uh speed running with with mythic plus and uh, and bringing it and bringing them on board to help um for sure but i think it'll be cool you guys are going to do both heroics and regular going into tbc it's an option i think heroics are going to be more interesting which is why the the focus is on Probably. it yeah um there's gonna be more longevity like, i think let's yeah. be honest the people that are looking at doing speed runs are probably looking at doing heroics <laughs> yeah because yeah. i mean you're probably not having a whole lot of you know you know speed running uh dead dead minds runs well, you know? what yeah. about level 58 you know blood furnace runs i want <laughs> how oh, fast yeah. is, is that possible well, and, and there's always the option to open up the leaderboards to have regular and uh normal Right. That's yeah. it's literally copy and paste the code and write normal instead of heroic. Yeah. So it's not it'd be like a five minute thing. We could do it. Uh, it's just kind of um, community outreach. We need to we need to get um, the majority of the onset community members in one place and, and take a poll and see, hey, is there any interest in this? And if there is, we can move forward with that, too. Um, but right now it's heroics and raids uh, primarily. Oh, so you are going to do raids. Okay, so that's new. Yeah, the raids the raids are on the site right now. Um I figured we would mirror Warcraft logs for that and just have um the official raid times posted there yeah. as well as the links to the vods cuz that's one thing that people are going to want. Yeah. Right. That I guess would be the big difference between us and and Warcraft logs is that we do want we want because we want the community engagement and we want the community to like kind of feel more connected. Like the VODs are a big part of that, like sharing what you've done and being able to see what others have done without having to search through like a Twitch VOD or find like a random guild's YouTube page. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the biggest problems for me throughout Classic is just finding what what streamer in that guild put their their speed run out. I mean, I really don't care to look at the Warcraft logs. I I look at that to improve my game. I want to see what you did. Yep. And it's been a definite it's been a definite battle for me to find a place to find all yep. of that. Well, the annoying part for me and part of why I wanted to do this um was that and me and Dranosaur have talked a lot about it. It's just there's it, the the bar for entry for rating speedruns is so ridiculous, right? First off, you need a billion gold, right? There, we're billion. we're at the point where for retail, Method is borrowing gold from every player on the servers and paying them back in the future, right? Like, it's you need you need unlimited resources uh, to to be considered for world first or anything near the sort. And in classic, it's like the same five guilds that are that are uh, just dominating 
everything. And unless you're in one of those five guilds, it's almost impossible for you to get started and take over a spot on the leaderboard because you need 40 other people that are like-minded. Right. And and half the time, if 20 of your 40 people are interested in in high-level gameplay, instead of creating that themselves, they just go apply for the guilds that are already doing it. Yep. Um, but whereas with with heroic dungeons and and a lot of the the TBC guilds with the smaller input for rating or the smaller raid sizes, anyone and their friends can go, oh, well, I want to do this. I want to do it efficiently. I want to get my badges fast. Let's just see where we're at. And you and like the potential for upsets, right? Some random team of five men is just gonna walk into a heroic and dumpster the number one speedrun record right. is insane. The only reason I would ask you to do the regular dungeon speedruns is so that, you know, like maybe we would be the only people that would enter that. <laughs> and then I could be at the top and feel good about myself. We could do that just for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. No Thank problem. You. <laughs> yeah. Done. If you want, I'll I'll do it right now. I'll go to the just website like, and I'll just Mel's put Mel. Team yeah. owns. I'll put Mel's team on every single dungeon <laughs> in the game. Not only that, but the, I mean, TBC has what thirteen or fourteen heroic dungeons. Yeah, and and classic has like five. Oh yeah, maximum right. maximum level. There's dungeons. not a lot. Yeah, so TBC <laughs> is where it's at. It's just like it's just going to open up the door, and Duranosaur has been doing it this whole time, and he's got the experience and the expertise, and I'm just some idiot behind a microphone, but it works out. And we both have mustaches. Mm. Where could you go wrong? Yeah, I That's mean, simple. I could go on that subject <laughs> way longer, but we're just going to let that one go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a mullet yet. Okay, so you're, you know, like I'm halfway half there. Dinosaur. Yeah, I'm, I'm half yeah, as good. Yeah, you're like half as uh, good. Is it like a really broad? Half of something. I'm half, half of, of something. something. <laughs> I guess I should word it. I'm half of something that I wish I was. Mm. I'll put it that way. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you know, it is all in your power to grow a mullet. I'm just pointing that out. Like you could... I'm wearing a hat for a reason. Bob disappears <laughs> okay. for one minute. No, I'm not. talking about mullets. That's, <laughs> that's just how we go. I just want to this say that. This is how the show goes mm. at on, Mel hosts. On the 40-man speedrun point, it is literally impossible. I, I consider our guild to be pretty decent. Like we're, we're pretty good. Cannot get these people to attack the same target. Doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This doesn't matter. You just can't even can't do it. There's 40 people. Some people have Spotify yeah. on. Some people are like, you yeah, know, it's I, just, oh, man. It's not possible. I think I think my guild's pretty good and I'm clearing it in twice the time Tyrannosaur is. Weekly. Yeah. Man. You know? I think my guild's really good. Same. We're, Same. we're like more than double the world record. Yeah. <laughs> it just okay, keeps okay, going okay. down. So tell me what like typically, like on average, not like your best run, not your worst run. On average, how long does it take you to clear Nax, both of you, with your guild? Two and a half, two forty-five hours. We're two and a half only after Chrono. Yeah, because we like mm. bottle our buffs. I would say later. we're two and a half without Chrono. We're just god awful at rebuffing. Yes, we're just that's yeah, true. we are yeah. so slow. We're well, just no in for thirty minutes, hanging out. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, trash is, is what slows us down. Trash and trash skips are what absolutely kill our runs. Well, we like uh, we've gotten to the point where unless we're actually going for like a verified run, we skip as much as possible. Like we'll skip stuff right. knowing that like, oh, the logs aren't going to count, but we don't care. Like, OK, but know. so with all that, how long? 
Um, I think our run this uh, yesterday, I think we did it in like an hour 35, hour 40. All right, guys. Cutting I'm going to transfer hour. to Duranosaurus Guild <laughs> yeah, here right? pretty soon. We uh, need priests. <laughs> yeah. Mel's going hard. But really okay. Good. We do have to wrap it up, but I want to leave it with one question to we'll talk later. Du- to Duranosaur. <laughs> You've created a co- a community now. What's it felt like to be to be the the guy that started something really cool, like the you know Cargos with the heart with the hardcore challenge? What's it feel like to be someone who started something and actually like made a difference in wow class yeah, and you couldn't have done it without us don't forget that part so can <laughs> tell us all about it episode what was it 14 is that what it was yeah oh yeah 14 um, yeah i don't know i feel like i maybe it just like doesn't feel like i started it because <laughs> like i i was just a guy who was like hey let's do this thing and people were like yeah that's a good idea we'll do that thing like if all those people hadn't said yeah let's do that thing i would still just be a single guy like trying to do something. So, but somebody's got to say, "Hey, let's do that thing." Right? So you're saying you're single. <laughs> well, I think that I think that attitude is why you can help make a community flourish too, though. Like some people, for sure, are adverse to other people having any sort of like credit or involvement that puts them similar to them or higher than them or anything. So that sort of thing can, can kill a community right off the gate. Yeah. Well, and I think even how they mentioned in the Discord right now, there is a rule discussions channel, yeah. right? It's not just like, I own this, I'm your boss, listen to what the Almighty says. It's, hey, we're a group, we're a community, we want to listen to each other, we want to help each other and make this the best thing that it can possibly be. And what's better than, you know, having your community freely <laughs> chime in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I I don't know. I, I'm really excited about how where it's going to go with TBC because I, I think we're going to turn like a, a big corner. I hope that we will, I guess. Um, and so maybe maybe if I'm on again in like, you know, six months or something, I'll, I'll have a better answer for you. Just like a like a well, now that I'm at the top sort of answer, because right now it feels like I'm just I'm just a guy doing playing games and chugging along. It's and, king king of TBC. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for joining us. <laughs> yeah, and maybe it'll always be that way. Maybe it'll always just be. No, we're just playing the game. We're just trying to find ways to have people play the game and enjoy the game. I think it's more like surrounding yourself with like-minded people, right? Like surrounding yourself with like-minded people that want to enjoy the same type of content you do. And I feel like that's what Classic gave us. Classic, whereas Vanilla gave us the same thing, right? It's all about the community. It's all about the people you meet along the way. And I know that sounds cliche, but that is what we love about Classic, that I don't play retail, but I have heard that falls off in retail, right? You don't have that same community feel as often. And... I think that the more that we can kind of hold on to that and cherish that, I think the better. Absolutely. So kudos to you guys. Yeah, I agree. hundred percent. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, I think you sell yourself short. I think that you've done something amazing and I am extremely thankful to have had you on the show early on and now again, and we have become, uh, we have become buddies and, 
I just I love this whole community thing, collaboration, and it's been it's been cool, dude. All right. We got to end the show out, guys. Like, this has been a crazy <laughs> show. We had some major Twitch malfunctions, and so I don't know how the YouTube video is going to go, but we're going to end it out now. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You can follow the Mash Those Buttons Network at the Mash Network. We, we want you to tell us whatever you think on Twitter or if you want to send something longer, you can do that to wcrpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to join our Discord and interact with the hosts of this show or any Mash Those Buttons show, you can do so by going to mash.gg slash Discord. We live stream normally Friday nights on twitch.tv slash Mash Those Buttons. Follow us on Twitter to make sure that you don't miss when we go live. How can you help the show? Well, you can tell your guild about the show. You can tell everybody in Stormwind or, or you know, Ogamar. You just yell out, I love Warcraft Reloaded. Hopefully you don't get chat banned. But if you do, we will appreciate your sacrifice. <laughs> oh, and then ratings and reviews. You guys keep coming through with them, and we appreciate them every week. All right. Pit, where can we find you? Hello, you can find me on Twitter at Cognitive Pit or on YouTube at Cognitive Pit also. Um, feel free to also spam that in trade chat, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, go go ahead. Uh, go get muted for me. Uh, go ahead and spam it. Do I make it. Paladin grind videos and some TBC grinding videos and apparently a hardcore mage now. So uh, we'll get, Welcome. Go check that out. Sweet. Welcome. Sweet. And Mel, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Mel Overwatch, or you can find me on White Main at Mel Arena. Please don't spam my name. I don't want all that attention. That's all. You can whisper me. If Mel and I ever do duo hardcore challenge, you would see a cat fight of epic proportions. If you oh. if you watch them TBC quest, you'll probably see a cat fight. Of epic proportions, <sighs> but. Oh man! Oh man! It's because Bob's stupid. Like I just want to get that out there. Please move on. All right, Wiki, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash Winky uh, or Twitter, uh, Winkypotamus, which is P-O-T-O-M-U-S with a Winky in front. <laughs> Wink. Awesome, awesome. I just winked at the camera. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> really made the moment. <laughs> Duratosaur, where can we find you? Uh, I think the main place would be twitch.tv slash Duranosaur. Um, I'm also on Twitter at Duranosaur24. So I was the 24th one, I guess. Perfect. And if you want to find both of them, dungeoncleave.com. That's dungeoncleave.com. Market, save it, <laughs> bookmark, favorite, whatever browser you use, that's dungeoncleave.com. It's going to be big, guys. Yeah, join the Discord, too. There's a link to it on the webpage. Also, I might be crazy. Winky did not 
give his YouTube after complaining that the YouTube viewership is not the same as Twitch. <laughs> Listen, I, I wonder my, why. Uh, my YouTube is primarily Diablo 2. That's why I didn't do it. So. Uh, the F's and it's, chat okay. are it's probably there, because okay? of us. Like it's a no. little Im- it's a little embarrassing. You just like oh, should okay, YouTube, YouTube slash there's like a hundred hours of F and chat on this YouTube. There's a lot of there's there a lot is. of F and chat on there. <laughs> but if you look at it, there's like sixty to hundred views on the F's and chat stuff, and then every Diablo video is like three to five thousand. Exactly well, it's because they don't know where <laughs> like, Go exactly. Get it. It's all you. It's all Diablo. YouTube is Diablo. Twitch is Warcraft. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. For all you up and coming content creators out there, separate your audience. <laughs> just don't do that. Yeah, yeah. that's don't the base rule. Keep the base rule of content separation. creation. We yeah. have the and same problem on our Twitch. <laughs> yeah. We have the same problem on our Twitch. Also, uh, join, right, well, join the Twitch and mash that button or mash those buttons. Yeah. And come watch this live, people. Definitely, Please. definitely, definitely. Please. <laughs> this has been a great show. Us, yeah, we we we've uh, uh, we've loved having you. So if you want to find me, it's you know, on Twitter, blazon underscore bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can find me streaming here here and there on twitch.tv slash blazonbob. Usually arguing with Mel, but that's fine. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 It's like friendly arguing, right? <laughs> friendly enough. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 